What is going on, world? You are tuned in to the No Ledge Podcast with Nez and Nat. We are the Knowledge. Welcome to episode 15. Yes, sir. Episode What's going 15. On, we got another guest in the house tonight. Yes, sir. What up, what up, y'all? Guest, man, M7. Great to be here. Thank M7, you very much man. for the yeah. invite. Hey, man. No thank you for no coming, bro. Thank you for you coming. You know, but, um, you know, first and foremost, I want to give a special shout out and actually a big, we got a big announcement today. We got a very big announcement on episode 15. The No Ledge Podcast is now a part of the Crow's oh, Nest yeah. Podcast Network. I don't know why I forgot about that. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, yo. Shout yo, out to yo, the Crow's Nest yeah. Podcast Network, yeah. man. Thank they you, made, us, they made us a part yeah. of the team, and that was dope. Yeah, dude. You know, you know, big ups. And, yeah, pre- hey, thank, thank you, bro. Man. Appreciate that. You know, go so go check out that new that newest episode. Latest of, episode. Yeah. yeah, latest episode of the Crow's Nest Podcast. We're on that. You know, some bullshit. Yeah, yeah, so, you, you know, know. Go check it out. Usual bullshit. Yeah, it's man. fucking a little wild. Yeah, yeah. It was a late night. Yeah, real late night. Yeah, real late night. It was worth it, though. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun, man. It was fun. So go check that out, man. But yeah, man. So we got a special guest. So you know, wanna um, tell us a little bit about yourself, bro, and what you what you what you do? Man, I do a whole bunch of different things. I think uh, the best way for me to check in right about now is just to say, you know, thank you very much for you know having me on your yeah. show. You oh, know, yeah, um, yeah, I'm you from know. right here. Kind of grew up in Salinas most of my life. But yeah. as I was telling you, um, just I mean, this is the first time I meet you guys, so I was yeah, like yeah. trying to break the ice a little bit five minutes ago, Word. and now we're recording an episode. So, yeah, yeah, right to it. So my my family originates out in Zacatecas, Mexico. Uh, and so we uh, essentially have roots back there. We have a whole bunch of family that kind of spread out from there. You know, so my family ended up here in Salinas, California. is kind of where I've grown up. And so I just like to, you know, acknowledge that first and foremost, right? Yeah, All right. the different agricultural workers. Because, sure. I mean, I yes, saw my, my parents putting food on our plate, yeah. but also communities plates, right? Definitely. And not just here locally, like food that gets yeah. distributed. I mean, I, I've, I've, I've been places, you know? you know, New York, and it says, you know, Packages in Watsonville, packages in hey, you know, yeah. Salinas, that's, yeah. you know, Castroville. So it's like, shout out to the Central Coast. Shout out to everybody out here that, you know, works so hard to yeah. earn a living, you know, and, and, yeah. and somehow survives in these, you know, I mean, cost of life out here is not cheap, right? Yeah. Just first and it's foremost, not, too, yeah, you know. Yeah. But I mean, like, beyond that, we just kind of, like, try to make strides. So, yeah. Yep. so yeah, I mean, kind of person I am is pretty much somebody that likes to acknowledge and give thanks, you know. And I think based on that, you know, I've opened up a lot of doors, or doors have opened for me, rather, you know. Yeah. And yeah. so, um, yeah, I, I, I worked in education for a really long time. So not so much as a teacher, but more so like, you know, offering kind of like programming, right? Like kind of uh, teaching kids how to code, you know, teaching okay. kids how to make beats, you know, like nice. kind of talking about indigenous culture, Fuck yeah. you know, like focusing on so much different like diversity because there really is so much to soak in, you know, like yeah. there's so many layers to our existence. And so uh, finding ways to connect with that, you know. Yeah. And so through that, again, you know, like doors opened up, you know, um, I work as a software developer now earning, you know, living here in Salinas, California, you okay. know, so it is possible, you know, like, yeah. I know that sometimes dreams are like kind of hard to come by, so to speak. But I mean, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, especially that, you know, it's something that I'm able to kind of grasp and, and make something tangible out of something that's just a thought process, Word right? Up. You start writing some lines of code, so to speak, and, you know, it manifests into something, something that other people can see, you know, whether that's graphics, whether that's audio, whether that's, you know, yeah. an interactive process. I mean, right now it's writing business rules to accomplish you know, certain like tasks that a business needs in order to function, right? So it's just, uh-huh. I mean, like in simple terms, it's pretty much like converting a paper sheet into a digital format, right? Like yeah. as if you can now touch that with your finger and start typing on it with a keyboard. Um, it's really not that much different from using a typewriter, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, except that now we just interact in different ways. You know, it's yeah. not just a typewriter. It's not just a computer mouse. It's like on our phones, it's, you know, facial recognition. It's like, you know, using audio. And again, I mean, 
I guess, simplest ways for me to express it at this point is um, instead of just like consuming media, creating media, right? Instead yeah. of just like visiting yeah. websites and like, you know, streaming other people's music, like making your own music, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I can't say I do it all, but I mean, anything that, that I'm interested about, I always like exploring. And that's what I encourage folks to do, you know, like try something new, try something that, you know, I mean, just like start asking questions. Like, I mean, sometimes that gets us in trouble, don't get me wrong, yeah. you know. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, it's all about growth. It's all about, yeah. again, like checking in with folks that show support, checking yeah. in with folks that maybe, you know, are having a bad day, like just being there for, for one another. It's just so many layers to it, right? Yes, yeah. sir. And so, uh, yeah, so working through education, you know, uh, working with the community. I mean, there's so many businesses that, I mean, it's surprising to see, you know, like how much support there is to like be able to... Um, approach an establishment and be like hey i'm interested in like you know doing an open mic here you know and then they kind of always look at me sideways like well what do you mean like i'm like you know and then they kind of find out that i rap they're like wait but you you, you rap but you're not going to do a rap right like you're just going to do an open mic i'm like yeah don't worry about it man like you know it's going to be chill yeah relax. so like yeah. trying to break the ice trying to get folks to like you know um uh, but but it's beautiful sure. like the outcome and the patience you know because yeah. i mean somebody can be arrogant too you know i mean i, I could oh, easily yeah, respond sure. in yeah in a way where it's not so much uh pleasant right, right yeah. yeah and it's just like man just smile you know kind of like brush it off and you know keep moving it's not the end of the world you know like exactly yeah. ask, ask the next the the next business you know if if possible or whatever yeah but yeah i mean with all that in mind um we've done shows downtown salinas uh a few different places you know in basements uh -huh. and on sidewalks and right now uh, volunteering at khdc we, we did something first friday in may early may this month okay. you know just out yeah. there on the sidewalk you know that we, we had an eighth grader come out and he was actually spinning on on his turntable that's dope oh, that's and tight. so you know yeah tight. just freestyling i'm not sure if you know panda labs but uh no i don't panda labs is a a, a hip-hop duo out of uh, east, east salinas and so okay. uh they, they've been coming out to a whole bunch of these open mics as well, you know, the, okay. these, you know, events, whether it's just part of the crowd or actually yeah. now lately, actually the last few times, I'm pretty sure I've seen their names on, you know, bills, yeah. you know, so now they're actually making, the, you know, quote unquote headlines, so, yeah. you know, yeah. but I, I mean, at the end of the day, it's really just about, you know, offering that space, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, crea dope, creating yeah. community through setting yeah. fam like family vibes, Yeah, you know, because sure. I mean, my kids are out there running around too. Yeah. So like, yeah. that's, that's the other part of it, yeah. right? I mean, I'm talking about like all these different layers and so... Yeah, making music. Uh, wasn't a hip-hop band, actually, one of the few that actually was doing live music, right? I mean, there, there's a lot of MCs, or there's a lot of rap, but there wasn't really a lot of hip-hop bands. Yeah. You know, and so if you check out my SoundCloud, I mean, that's already old. That's, like, back in 2008 or something like that. Yeah, shout I did, out. I did, I, mean, I did check that out. Yeah. yeah. I did check that out, though, the um, the Brown in You. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that shit is hard, bro. That I like that. Right that one's there. dope, too. Like Master that's of Myself. Really good message, oh, word, bro. yeah. That's, really that's, 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 that's a good song, my friend. Yeah. And that one was like yeah. four years ago, man. So oh, it's like, that's a dope track, bro. Thank you, dope man. I appreciate track. it. Dope yeah. track. Concept, yeah. spit, fucking hook, verses, everything, bro. Yeah. I dig I, it, I appreciate I that, it, man. But yeah, man, you know, I definitely got to get out there more, bro. You know, like, mingle out there, you know, with these artists out here and we both do bro we you know? both do. well what i know about you is you yeah. were producing uh you, you produced the, the the solar project yeah right? i did central yeah. post ep and so i actually met solar at the um heart now open mic so okay. i was actually part of um uh, putting that open mic on um, oh, at, heart, at heart now those couple we had the throwdown sessions yeah, yeah. okay yeah so i was actually part of the committee that um helped put those on that's dope. Yeah, man. Thank you for doing that. Yeah, man. dude, no doubt. I yeah. believe I went to at least two of them, but I'm okay. pretty sure that, that was. Now that yeah. I mean, where I know you from then. Oh, yeah, okay, where yeah, up, for man. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man. And um, I mean, that's how I met Solar, and we've known each other for a few years. And 
uh, one day it was just kind of like a little quick Twitter interaction, and he was like, "Well, what's good?" That's pretty dope. And, you know, I, I I sent him some beats, dude. Hey, that's what's dope nowadays. Right? It was on, like, bro. Within like three weeks, we had that project. You know, so, that's dope, bro. Yeah, it, you it start a project like, with somebody within like shit. ten minutes, dog. Yeah, like, for you real. Know what I mean? it's, 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 yeah, that's the age we're at, dog. It's yeah. dope. And you know, so so we definitely got some um, we got some more tracks that are in the works. So like, I dope, man. Yeah, we got a collab actually. Um, with him and um, the homie um, Dewitt. Okay. Yeah. So you know, shout out to the homie Dewitt. Oh Dewitt. yeah, huge shout out. Yeah, man. huge shout out to the homie Dewitt. Those, those guys yeah, have been rocking for a little while now. It's yeah, been at least two years. Yeah, you know, and just he, putting he's out in um, he's out in Sac now. Oh okay. Yeah, so he's out doing his thing. Yeah, I've been there. wondering where he's at. Yeah, because you know? I don't he's out there really doing his thing okay. with iHeartRadio, and he's so oh, fucking shout dope. out to him, dude. Yeah, yeah. shout out, shout out. Yes, huge shout out, man. That's for sure. But yeah, man. So you know. You know, so you want to talk a little bit about, you know, the work you do with the youth, like as far as like doing art with them, because that's something that I'm really interested in myself. Because, oh, you know, I've, I've actually done work out at Rancho Cielo. OK. You know, so I've actually done work, work. out there. I, um, with, we did an ethnic studies course with them for a couple semesters. OK. So we okay. did um, Chicano culture. We did um, ethnic studies one. So that's just lear- learning about like the broad, like eth- ethnic groups, like in general. Right, so, right. you know, just touching on pretty much, you know, African-Americans, I- the Irish, Italians, you know, Mexican-Americans, all the different Latino groups, you know. So it was a pretty cool class. And like to teach those type of things, like, you know, about like, their background and stuff. Like it's re- really like to see like how these students, like what they have to say and stuff. Because, right, right. you know, like. These, you know, like a lot of the times, like troubled youth, like, you know, it's just kind of like, you know, just keep them occupied and right, just like right. keep them out of trouble. That's yeah. it. You know, so they don't really, you know, they don't really like try to teach them or anything. They just kind of fucking corral like, them, dude. Yeah. Like, but yeah. it's like you see like when you give them that, you know, that time and that like attention, effort yeah, yeah. and that attention yeah. and like that hands on, like showing them like, you know, bro, they want to learn, dog. Yeah, they you know? do. You know, but it's all about the way you go about it. And one of the things, too, that I noticed that really gets through to them and it's, like, really easy for them to learn with is art. Yeah, for sure. You know, for sure. Like, you know, when we would give them projects, dude, like, hands-on projects to do, like, whether it was, like, a drawing or, like, a painting or something, like, they went all out. Like, a collage, you know, like, about their culture and stuff. And, like, they were going in, you know? And then it's, like, it's really dope to see that expression. Yeah, hell yeah. You know what I mean? Because then even, like, when you... Like, the times we told them, like, you know, write a paper about, you know, um, something that applies to this. And it'll be, like, some social issues. And, dude, they, like, they go in. And, like, there's other assignments where it's, like, you got to read this and then, like, answer these questions. They don't, they're kind of, like, they don't really want to do it. But when you give them the opportunity to express themselves, yes, like, yep. that's that's what they need. Yeah. You know? You that's what they need. You got to let them yeah, go, dude. You know? Let them go. Yeah, for sure. So that's why, you know, when I... When I um, you know, I heard you saying that, you know, you've worked with the youth and, you know, whether it's, you know, teaching them how to make beats, graphics, you know, right, coding, right. anything like that, you know, how, how is that experience to you? And how does that, you know, how does that keep you going? Man, for me personally, it's what gave me an outlet. You yeah. Know, I think like one of, one of the aspects to my backstory is like back in the day, back when I was growing up, I, I didn't really have a lot of confidence, you know? I mean, I think we, we can all, you know, like right now what we're talking about, yeah, like they love learning. Well, like we love learning, like, yeah. you know I mean? That yeah. was us, yeah. like we are them, you know, like yep. Lakesh, right? Like yeah. they are our other us, you know? And mm-hmm. so with all that in mind, I think ever since, man, like I, I'd be going to school and always trying to learn with intent to teach somebody else. And I don't know like uh-huh. what it is or why it is, but I mean, I remember like I finished high school and then, um, 
I moved out to Bakersfield for, for, for one year. So I didn't know anybody, you know, and like one of my ways as being, I guess, an introvert, you know, it's like I had to go to the bookstore, you know, and obviously like semester starts, you need to buy your, your books for your courses. But I'd see what books were available for the same course that a different teacher is teaching just because I'm like, well, I'm trying to learn this, but like I'm really only learning one perspective, right? Just one teacher. And so yeah. I'd actually buy both books, like from two different teachers, right? Oh. Like the same course, but just just to kind of get, you know, broader perspective. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, I mean, with that in mind, you know, I, I, I guess subconsciously or maybe even with some kind of true intent, right, from the get-go, just like kind of trying to hoard knowledge, right? Trying to buy more books, trying to just like keep this collection. And that way, if, if I had a homie who came over and he was like curious, like, yo, check out the bookshelf, like, you know, yeah, I mean, like yeah, definitely, or even giving yeah. them books, you know. Pick something I love out. Doing yeah, that. Yeah, 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 I love doing yeah. that. I love yeah. giving this dude books. Hey, I was just gonna say that, dog. You give me about three or four books now, bro, that I need to fucking finish. But yeah, dude, hey, you know what? That's and I've, yeah. I've, I've, I feel, I've got to, got to be honest, bro. bro. I yeah. fucking, I, feel that. I hate sure. reading, dog, but. Yeah, you know, you got me. You got me back into yeah. it, dog. So yeah, you know, and you know, I'll learn something new. And, mm-hmm. Like in ethics studies class, will be like, bro, like you're not yeah, gonna believe this shit. Game, like, yeah. like, you're not gonna yeah. believe this shit, dude. Like, <laughs> yo, reading is, is something else, man. I mean, I think that's that's pretty much the whole basis of it. You know, yeah. I mean, you can definitely explore other worlds, but so is hip hop. You yeah. know, and I Word think up. that that's kind of like the fact of the matter is that like little homies gonna be learning a verse way before they read a book. Oh yeah. Sure. You know, yeah, they're sure. gonna play that back over and over yeah. and over. They're they're yeah. gonna study lyrics way more than they're gonna study. Their like, muscle you know, memory yeah. will be perfect for fucking rap and, and hip hop. But yeah, yeah. you know it, fact. Yeah. Right? And so with that in mind, I think that's what makes it special. Like I don't know if other generations just don't know this, like, you know, why it's that big of a secret. But like all it really takes, like for me, hip hop just means that you're trying. Hip hop means that you're putting effort and passion into whatever it is you're yeah, doing, right? Yeah. So whether that's visuals, as quote unquote vandalism, I mean, sorry, graffiti, yeah. right? <laughs> you know, I, or, you know, exactly it's just like that. dancing to the B, AKA right. B-boying, B-girling, right? Yeah. I mean, it's really just getting fancy with yeah. your footwork or like, you know, putting your flavor into it, yeah. right? I mean, it doesn't mean you have to be the best. It just means you got to do it, Yeah. you know? So, I mean, you know, so again, right? Visuals, dancing, you know, for me, it kind of became strangely enough like invertedly enough because i used to stutter like i couldn't even get my name out when i'd be introducing myself to my friends or yeah to a pretty girl right it's like not just because they'd be pretty just like lack of confidence like lack of whatever it is uh-huh. and hip-hop like flipped that hip-hop made it so that it's like once i started freestyling bro it was over yeah. it's like i mean like the confidence <laughs> yeah. game just like you know it's it just Shut up. That yeah, takes a lot, dude. and that I think that's kind of what what it comes down to when like coming up to an establishment and be like with that certainty like Yo, no, nothing's gonna happen because we're here to set a tone. Like we're here to set a vibe. You know, like when it, once word, once we know? get the mic, you know, it's like people listen and it'll be all right. And I don't mean to sound preachy, but like there's a responsibility with that because like yeah. like the little ones are looking, like the elders are looking, like yep. people are looking, just waiting for you to fuck up. Yep. Excuse the language. No, hey, but that, you that's can, that's, hey, that's, that's way, why. No, you can cuss all you fucking want on this yeah, show. Yeah, no, <laughs> I realize I generally don't, but the reason I purposely <laughs> say that because like people are waiting for that moment. You know, yeah, like yeah. I'm trying to emphasize that, right? And so like that's that's the fact of the matter too with words right like you can be far more offensive without using profanity than you oh, can yeah. by just emphasizing a sentence yep. you know? Word up. like i'm just putting an accent Word. on my statement yo yep. like yeah. kick back right mm-hmm. yeah so anyway with all that in mind you know hip-hop you know back to that right um there's other folks that you know just love playing music for other people you know call them a yeah. dj call them a selector call them a whatever you know but like they love setting the vibe so to me like those four elements right there I see a lot of parallels into even indigenous culture. And I uh-huh. think that's what really like ties it all together is like, you know, if it was only hip hop, I mean, I think it'd be beautiful in itself, 
But the fact of the matter is that, like, it, it's mixed with a Chicano perspective. Yeah. You know, coming out of Salinas, giving thanks for my indigenous roots, you know. So, like, the flavor that comes out, you know, is mixed with, like, substance, you know. Yeah, like, like, sure. like, like, it's not just, like, you know, I mean, to quote, I guess an experience, you know, I guess I might as well give you, give you the context because I think it, it kind of makes a point. You yeah. know, and, and what it is, is that when I was in a hip hop band, you know, like we worked our asses off. We'd be like rehearsing three times a week. We'd have shows Friday, Saturday, you know, maybe rest on Sunday, but probably another show for free. Most of these shows were free, right, on a Sunday. And so like pretty much five to six days out of the week, you know, we'd be working on music. Right. And so with all that in mind, like because a guitarist is going to work to like practice his drum or sorry, his drum, his strum. Right. Mm -hmm. His, his guitar picking, his like, you know, his ear for like playing different rhythms or like playing different, whatever it is, you know, the way they hold that guitar, like the way they get those blisters, like that takes effort, that takes love, you know, same thing with the drummer, same thing with the bass player, same thing with, I mean, anybody that's up there like trying to, you know, trying, right? So it's not just quote unquote hip hop. I'm like, I'm really just talking about having a passion for, right. for yeah. something, right? And so me uh, as an MC, right, I'm also putting an effort in there. I mean, I'll, I'll I guess I don't have to pick up a mic, but metaphorically, I'll pick up a mic, and like I start sweating when I start spitting. You know, like yeah. I mean, I put love into it. I that's put what I was energy. It's the love, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, that's the best way I can explain how much, it. How much you care about it? Because I'm not jumping up and down, doing jumping jacks, right. or doing push-ups right. for me to start sweating. Like I'm not running laps. Like I'm just it's standing. That passion coming spitting. through, dog. Yeah, there's yeah. something going on there, right? Yeah. And so we we finish our set, right? It's it's uh we actually played out in Santa Cruz at Mo's Alley, which you know uh -huh. it's kind of a big deal for you know I mean for us at least back then, yeah. you know it was a weekend uh -huh. show and you know like it's kind of you know I mean anyways for us it was an accomplishment, right? yeah 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 yeah. And so I get off stage and like you know these, these you know attractive ladies come up to me and they say oh that was amazing and I'm like word what did you think of the lyrical content. And they're like, what? And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm still in rapper <laughs> mode. Let me slow it down. And I'm like, I'm holding the microphone. What do you think about the words I'm saying, you know? Yeah. And they're like, oh. And then they look at each other kind of like, I, I don't know. Um, we just think Latin men are hot. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a cute statement. Don't get me wrong. It's flattering. But honestly, it killed the vibe for me because it's like, then what's the point of me, like, you know, putting so much love and so much effort into my wordplay, into the messages, uh -huh. if people are just like, you know, getting getting a buzz and not not really paying attention right yeah so i don't know i mean there's a time and place for everything obviously that was sure. that was learning for you know a lesson for me and and sometimes like i do want to you know hang out and and like let folks enjoy having a beer like i don't mean to just always be serious about yeah. music it should be yeah. fun yeah you know sure. and so that's kind of like you know for me just kind of a moment where I kind of learned that there needs to be balance as well, right? Yeah. In order for that work to be respected, like there there's, should also have, you know, kind of a time and place for that. And so mm -hmm. what I found, I mean, it doesn't have to be like, you know, we're on NPR now and we're going to talk about some deep shit. Like, yeah. nah, I'm, I'm saying like we can just be kicking it like, again, family-friendly environments, you yeah. know, like middle of the day. So like this Sunday, we're trying to do a little barbecue potluck cipher, call it whatever you want. Just hopefully some MCs come coming together, you right. know, sharing a bite, passing a mic around, you know, just kind of... Again, yeah. having a good time, really, yeah. you know? And so I think hip-hop is about that. It's about, you know, having a good time. It's about yeah. enjoying yourself. It's about expressing yourself. And so back to, like, working with youth and, like, back to all that, it doesn't really feel like work, right? It just feels yeah. like we're, we're just kind of, like, passing time. And in the meantime, mm -hmm. like, yo, I got a story to tell. Check it. I wrote a song about it. Want to hear it? Like, that's what's up. like let's just kick knowledge, you know, through yeah. hip-hop. So. Yeah. yeah. That's what's up, Yeah, man. And, you know, dude, I think that's really dope, too, because, you know, like, 
working like you know working there at the school like I see there's a, a lot of the you know a lot of the kids like they're writing rhymes and shit and you know they're not doing their work they're writing rhymes you know and they 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 do want to make music and a lot of them do want to rap and they talk about yeah. how they want to rap and stuff but you know to have you know to have someone like give them like a positive outlook on it and like you know to come out with it come at it with like a different message is yeah, just yeah. like and like it goes really far you know what I mean? Because yeah. then they're not, you know, over here, you know, rapping about like, you know, fucking hitting licks and shit. Right, ignorant know? shit. Like, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, they got someone. So, they got someone. I guess like a mentor type shit. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah like a mentor. You know? Yeah. So that's really dope. Dude. Yeah, that's really I mean, dope. honestly, I hate to like classify it as such, but I mean, I think it does have its aspects. You know, of being mentor. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. like that's kind of what hip hop is, though, right? And I, and, oh, yeah. I, and that's also like something that I think should be addressed. Is like. I come from a generation where like there's a lot of hip hop purists, right? Yeah, and it's oh, like yeah. we talk about I mean, that all the time. Yeah, and purists, I mean yeah. I I fall into that category yeah. every now and then too. Me, like, me, oh, I mean, dude, I fall into too. it. I we still am. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how deep <laughs> I am in that category. Is what I should be saying, right? But um, you know, I mean, like the sad part yeah. is like when Mac Miller passed away. Like you know, I, I hadn't even yeah. really heard his music because I was just writing oh, him off yeah, as just yeah. like another mumble rapper. Yeah. And then I hear some of his stuff and I'm like, man, like I like I missed out on this, yo. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I mean, luckily he left us some gems before he passed but like way too young to go you know r.i.p i mean like nipsey you know i mean he's another one you know it's like it just goes on and on right so i mean it just goes back to like being a hip-hop purist like sometimes you know i think um it's easy to kind of like be selective and like be restrictive with what is and what isn't what's real and what's not you know you know lately i've just been i mean i know that in the past i've called it real hip-hop versus like mumble rap or fake hip-hop i mean i guess versus what right like what's the alternative yeah so when i say real like what i what i mean and what i've always meant is like you know again it's coming from the heart like you're not faking the funk it's not rapper with a w in other words it's not a candy rapper just on the outside with no substance on the inside right right you know it's more so like you know i guess the difference between rapping and emceeing you know again that responsibility that i was talking about earlier right like we got eyes on us we got ears on us like might as well take this moment and spit something that's going to like Stick. make the children of our children feel proud of what, what we're saying right now yeah, right yeah. yeah i mean like let's think about that instead of i mean it's, it should be fun but it should also yeah. kind of be balanced out with right yeah, for sure for sure, for sure. so yeah, that's yeah. kind of the message that you yeah. know i try to carry yeah. again without trying to sound too preachy because i know that it can be you know yeah. nah, like, hey, yeah. i dig that bro yeah. you know that's i think that's got to be the mindset for i don't want to say everyone but every, like you said bro like some people need that a little bit more because their balance is way fucked yeah. up you know like yeah I, I think that like as far as um what I think is dope is the fact that, like, you know, you're not just mentoring them, like, in a music way, bro. Like, you know, music kind of disciplines you in a way, too. Like, I kind of feel like kind of sports does, you know? Like, uh, especially, if I, I, that's kind of one thing I wish I would have started off at an early age, bro, was music, you know? But I yeah. feel like sports kind of already, like, molded me in, with that discipline. So when I began to do music, it already was there, you know? So back to that whole, like, yeah. putting the love in and the emotion and all that shit, like, you know? spending the hours you said you guys were doing five fucking six oh, yeah. shows a week so it's like and well, band practice like come on probably dog. Like, like two shows on the weekend but like at least three practices maybe, right yeah yeah right? yeah so, you know so yeah. it's it doesn't stop like you said oh, bro like and yeah. if you love it yeah. right it, does, it shouldn't feel like work no, so. even now having kids like i said i mean the way it stays alive in my in my life at this point is a lot different than back then you know uh-huh. back then we'd be playing you know again shows anywhere yeah you know we'd, we'd get invited we wouldn't even ask for gas money most of the time you know we'd drive out to you know, I mean, out of Salinas most of the time, but uh-huh. a lot of stuff, you know, on the Central Coast, a lot of stuff here in, in Salinas as well. I mean, Chinatown, you know, like shows for the homeless, like, you know, Natividad Creek Park out at the amphitheater, like, 
you know, I mean, the same day, drive out to, to San Jose and rock a show out there for like an indigenous, fe- you know, uh, ceremony slash festival slash, uh-huh. you know, I mean, yeah. back then it was like Bush was president. So it's yeah. like, I know you guys like talking <laughs> about politics. So I'll just give yeah. you guys a quick glimpse into it. Right. I mean, it was like, it's easy to say like, you know, F the government. It's easy to say yeah. like F Schwarzenegger, you know, as our California governor. I mean, like the tone was just ready for like that kind of rebel oh, yeah. music, you know. So so we just go. I mean, it was like kind of self-fueling so to speak yeah, yeah, yeah you know but i mean fast forwarding now you know like perspectives change a little bit because again not just because i have my kids but even before they came along it was more so realizing like not only are folks like up there just you know seeing latin men are hot you know sorry it's not just that but it's also <laughs> like the fact that um being up there you know like people were responding in a way where they kind of leave our shows in a bad mood like man oh, i didn't okay. realize shit was so fucked up yeah, you know, yeah i didn't realize yeah, that like yeah. that that you know bushes you know perpetuating a war with without evidence for weapons of mass destruction like whatever it is that we were putting in our lyrics at that point in time Mm -hmm. you know i mean it was like people were being a little too woke you know or woken up too quickly rather yeah so it was almost like blinding right so i think that's been part of that that learning process as well you know is that like just as much as i used to bump moral technique like every single day like i mean you know not necessarily bump it as as often anymore you know and not, it's not yeah. because i don't like it anymore it's just because like there's a time and place for it right yeah for sure it kind of helps us grow it helps us wake up mm-hmm. but again like show after show for people to leave in a bad mood for for people to be like man like fuck life type thing you know it's like yeah. that's not really a good thing either you know <laughs> yeah. and and we'd rub we'd kind of like brush it off like well don't get mad at us we're just the messenger like this shit's really happening like we're just letting you know like well why don't we we're not the cause we're just yeah yeah we're just like don't shoot the messenger type thing right but um i mean again time goes on and and then i kind of started making it a a personal choice like you know instead of like focusing on all the negative like maybe start focusing on some of the positive Mm -hmm. right so there's like a whole bunch of songs that i haven't put out that i perform here locally right whether it's open mics or it's whatever it would be right like sometimes we do actually pretty dope shows um so with with all that in mind like there's one that i wrote that you know i should be putting out here really soon but or i should have put it out a long time ago rather mm-hmm. um anyway it's called semillas and semillas means seeds uh-huh. right and so it's pretty much talking about you know giving thanks to to the ag you know kind of workers instead of just complaining about you know like let's just say being paid minimum wage for like one of the most difficult laborious jobs right? right or like you know the lack of of breaks or like the fact that back in those years like there was no mandatory shade like now you can drive yeah. down down you know blanco or whatever and see people actually have like little tents you know that's actually like mandatory yeah. oh, and, okay. and see that they actually have little water jugs like that was optional back in the day yeah you know yeah. so i mean there's so many things to complain about you know let alone For like real. the racism when like you go oh, cash yeah. your check you know yeah. at, at the counter because you don't necessarily got the id to open up a bank account right, right. or like whatever it would be right like all these different aspects to it yeah like there should be songs about that and believe me like we can talk about that we can make them but more so making a song about talking about the seeds right so like the concept being like seeds kind of specifically corn right like seeds are something that we use to cultivate and and feed again not just ourselves and our family but like an entire community or an entire nation right so like corn dating back right they found like small little um i guess uh like stone i guess it's it's been like petroglyph so to speak Mm -hmm. right like corn was just like inches big right like three four inches and then you know a few hundred years later it's like five inches and then like you know pretty much it starts growing and growing and growing so what it was was it used to be a wild grass Mm. and they domesticated wild grass with something that you can actually eat that would give you more more sustenance right yeah more i guess more more food in your belly Mm -hmm. 
And so you plant a little kernel and from that you get, you know, pretty much a corn plant and each branch is going to give you a couple stalks and each stalk is going to give you at least another hundred kernels. So it's an exponential way to like really feed uh -huh. your family, your community, your nation, right? And this is something that was domesticated, was created. I mean, kind of like today we have GMOs. Yeah. Well, like our abuelitos were like the originators of GMO and shit. Right. You know, like, <laughs> you know, yeah. But with an intent to feed, not yeah. with an intent to profit. Right. You right. see the difference? Right. Like yeah. Yeah. nowadays G GMOs have something called suicide seeds. And uh -huh. I was hearing about this like 12 years ago and I thought it was made up. I'm like, man, I hope these are just conspiracy theories, yo. And yeah. like, yo, like the future is here, right? Like, I mean, you, yeah. you see it now where like what they do is if you buy something that's been GMO'd and this is the downside. I mean, just for anybody that doesn't like know the basics between it, right? So something organic is going to give you the seeds and you can plant those seeds and you'll still get, you know, like another little spring, mm -hmm. um, springling or an offspring or whatever it would be, right? Yeah. Um, another tree or another plant, right? Another crop. And so the, the stuff that's been GMO'd, if you plant it, it does not give you crop anymore. So they, they force you to go back and keep buying the seed. That's how they, oh, that's how they get you. Yeah. They get you on the stuff that's been GMO'd to be like bacteria resistant right, or like right. give you a more redder tomato or like make it look more, more lush, mm -hmm. right? But at the end of the day, it doesn't have the same flavor. And at the end of the day, it doesn't have the same nutrition. And so it's been slightly modified with different purpose, mm -hmm. you know? And I think... Mm -hmm. um, I mean, again, there's a lot of layers to this. So if we just talk about food, like there's folks that are all about that, right? Like just changing the way you eat and you change, change the way like, you know, your health is, but also like your energy levels and also, you know, like you start preventing diseases instead of just curing diseases, right? Yeah, like yeah. there's just a lot of different layers to that. Yeah. And so what I'm trying to get to with all this is that, you know, back in the day to GMO something was more so like you would put a prayer into it. You know, like in the similar way that we pray for our food before we eat, you know, maybe not everybody does it consciously anymore, but we definitely give thanks because we're quiet. We're shutting the fuck up at that moment and we are enjoying the food like that is a prayer, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. And, and so whether you like say it out loud or you say it internally, like that's what keeps us alive. It's what keeps us going. So without a doubt, it was created with love. It was created with the prayer, you know, like I didn't have to be there to tell you that, you know, like that's just common yeah. sense. Yeah. You know, um, and so anyway, it's a song about that. You know, it's a song about like, let's just focus on the fact that like, yo, we were able to feed a fucking entire nation, like, you know, just based off of something that, yeah. you know, started off so small yep. and then drawing yeah. a parallel to like human seeds. Right. Like, so like uh, my, my babies are our seeds as well. And, you yeah. know, then seeds are also kind of like our dreams, like metaphorically, like we, you, you plant an idea. Right. And it kind of grows. Mm -hmm. So there's just a lot of layers to it. Right. So yeah. Taking songwriting and taking like, you know, that kind of energy, that responsibility back back to that. Right. To like a point where maybe instead of making somebody feel outraged and like, you know, right. lead, like leave a show in a bad mood, like right. maybe now they leave inspired and they leave yeah. kind of like seeing the world with a different perspective. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, sure. that's dope yeah. man yeah. that's Appreciate dope that, man. Yeah. yeah yeah i like i like that you like you said bro you know i know we've fucking said the word balance about a hundred times but you know i like that you legitly fucking care about you know you because in reality some people could, could be like why do you give a fuck how they leave your show like that's not how you meant it why do you care if they, if they leave mad right, but right. you you want to come back and you want to uh take responsibility and even it out and I, that's that's dope, bro. Because not a lot of not just MCs, but musicians do that in general. Word, they might man. just be like, okay, I'm gonna show up, do my thing, get paid, and get the fuck out. And I don't yeah, care for real. So that's yeah, no, that's man, more than man. just fucking showing up for a paycheck, bro. Like, no, it's showing up for your community, it's yeah. showing up for your family. Right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like the fact is, like, I'm bringing my kids out too. You know, it's like I'm I'm in a vulnerable place where you know, like, if somebody's gonna be a directing type, like negative type energy, then it's like you know, I mean, I, I kind of feel guilty about that. I mean, let's just put it this way. Um, 
last year was our first time that we successfully, well, first time that we did it actually, but it was successful. You know, we just said, hey, why don't we like plan uh, like a, a hip hop show at a park? And then so we start looking into it and we realize that there's all these permits you got to go through, you know, and get porta potties uh-huh. and get security. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's a hassle, yeah. you know, to be able yeah. to do it legit. Um, but at the end of the day, like it's a profitable model because then you can actually like bring out vendors and like charge people to have a little booth. And then, you know, so it kind of pays for itself because yeah. they're, they're going to make money like you're, you're going to pay the bills. So like nobody really like gets rich off of it. But it's more so something that can be done where it's like everybody invests and kind of gets it back at the end. Yeah. Um, so anyway, a step beyond or before that is kind of like just envision somebody getting together for a birthday party. Right. And there's, you know, generally a handful of families, maybe about 20 people. And they're generally playing music. Right. And I mean, they're, they're having a cookout. So we're like, well, why don't we just pretend like somebody's having a baptism or something? You know? <laughs> <laughs> and like, let's just all show up and bring food uh, and like, you know, yeah, and just yeah. kick it. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, and so we did. Right. And so like it was it was dope. It was a dope turnout. There's there's photos to prove it. There's like little video snippets, you know, That's dope. floating around the Internet and whatnot. Yeah. And I actually might use that just to remind folks, because, again, we're coming up on a, on the first year. Uh, or sorry, on the second annual date. Right. Okay. So, so it's coming up on the second year for this. Um Anyway, a day after we did that show, somebody got shot and killed. Same park. Wow. Like, I don't know if it was in the same table that we were rocking. Yeah. But, I mean, the same park, right? Like, same vicinity. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, those thoughts crossed my mind, right? It's like, okay, um, would that have happened the day before? You know, would I have put my kid in danger? You know, or flip it. Is it because we were there the day before that it didn't happen? Yeah. That we were there setting the tones, you know, kind of putting out vibes that were uh-huh. the contrary to that, you know, like yeah. if somebody would have walked up in a bad mood, we would have given them a taco, like, yo, kick rock, you know, like kick rocks with the bad vibes, like right, let's just have right. a good time, yeah. like like yeah. work it into a rhyme, like, you know, just kind of, yeah. you know, like flip it. And that's kind of, again, I mean, it's more a way of life than anything. I mean, I know it's hip hop, but uh-huh. it's more like, it's an outlook, you know? Um, For sure. But again, I mean, I can't help but think and ponder and it's like, you know, I mean, there are straight bullets. There are. Yep. A lot of different, you know, incidents that, that do happen. I mean, quote unquote, it is Selena's, yeah. you know, yeah. but I mean, it just so happens to be that my experience here has been beautiful. Like, you know what I mean? I know yeah. that it's sad, but it's also like, there's a lot of stories of, sure. you know, com- coming together, having a good time, like, you know, teaching the youth, like, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's dope. Bro. And you know, that, that, that's, that's one thing that I'm really glad, you know, that I've like got to experience in Selena's, you know, like going to heart now and Going to Heart Now, being a part of, like, the Ethnic Studies um, program, like, going to, like, different events, like, with, like, Nidpa and, like, oh, you know, stuff like that, yeah. you know, and just, like, kind of seeing, like, you know, all the positivity there is out there and, Word you up. know, just all the, all the cre- you know, all the creatives and, you know, it's not all bad out there, no. you know, the, the way, you know, the way they make it seem. Right, yeah. And, you know, I mean, I live on the, I live in the heart of the east side, you know what I mean? I live right off of Laurel and um, Sanborn. Okay. And, you know, I mean... You know, it has its moments, mm-hmm. you know, it has its moments, but, you know, it's, um, you know, I don't go around every day, you know, in fear, you know, right, the, right, the way right. people, you know, yeah. portray it to be. You yeah, got to do you your know? thing still, right? Yeah. I mean, you got yeah, sure. to wake up and, and, yeah. and live your life, dog. Yeah. You know? and, yeah. and, and, you know, it's like you're saying, yeah, yeah, you know, things happen. Straight bullets happen, you know, things like that. Like, you know, that's a possibility, but, you know, you can't let that stop you from, right. you know, because I know people that, you know. You know that live on you know the south side, and they won't even they won't even drive to the east side. Oh yeah, man, that's I yeah, didn't realize yeah. how common that is. Yeah, and it's <laughs> like, like 
And it's like, what? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, you're joking, right? right. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. you know, we're people, right? Yeah, right. Like, yeah. We're humans you know, too, dog. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right. You know? I feel you, dude. You know? Yeah. So, and that's funny, bro, because, you know, I'm from Hollister. So I've only been living out here for like two years. And I, this guy was already, that, this, yeah, this guy already had moved out here. And I came over here with the mindset like that, like, fuck, it's going to be crazy. Like, you know, fuck. No yeah, so what I'm do you at. think, man? You're two years oh, deep. Bro, I fucking love it, dog. <laughs> Especially for the, for the fact that I don't fucking know no one here. No one knows me besides you two now. Like, I'll, I'll take that, I know dog. you live, like, Holmes. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's it's calm around here, bro. Like, I can't complain, bro. I like it. Yeah. You know? Shit. There's a lot more to it's do. Def- I tell you that, bro. Like, <laughs> it's definitely, I mean, we don't go nowhere hardly, bro. But yeah. it's like, it's not what, you know, we thought it was or what I thought it was at yeah. least, bro. Like, yeah. the, I mean, the picture I got painted a, to me a, was It's totally a normal city, dude. Dog. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Every, every city has its problems. Exactly. Yep. You know? Every yep. city has its every problems. Every city has its crazies, you know? bro. Yeah. But so, I mean, I, I feel like it's, you know, it's a little inflated because of the, um, you know, when they go by per capita and Salinas is a smaller city. Yeah. So sure. you know the crime crime rate, you know, is pretty high for Higher, yeah. you know. Well, that's for that's the a pattern, small right? city. Yeah. yeah. Whenever you yeah. pack in, um, you know, people that have to live in apartment complexes and there isn't enough parking. Yeah. I mean, you're you're gonna have people in the bad. Oh room yeah. Right yeah. off the bat, yeah. you know. I mean, let alone all the other problems that kind of come with yeah. not giving people, you know, enough space to live. Yep. I mean, all that's intentional, bro. Oh like, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, they just keep at you know, like they just keep adding you know more and more people and you the know tension, not, dude. You know, the city's not really expanding outwards, you know, on the east side, but, you know, in other parts it is, you know, and, um, you know, people are packed in, man, like where, you know, where I live, like you're saying, you know, no parking, that you know, and it's like, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that's the biggest yeah, problem. I'm just but saying it's like, like something as simple yeah, as that. But I'm saying like the no yeah. parking, like it's a, you know, it's a sign of like, you know. You know, five families to a you know a mm-hmm. one family household, bro. You know, come on, things look like at my that. Street, dog, like yeah, you know things like that, and it's because you know it's so unaffordable, you know, and you know the the wages don't match up for nah, the cost of living. Nah. You know, nah. it doesn't match up at all. At all, yeah. Nah. And so you know, and that you see that a lot of that on the east side, and like you're saying, like you know these apartment complexes, people are like stacked on top of each other. Literally, yeah, that's you know, it is, living in garages and you know, it's, yeah. I mean, that's what they, bad, that's you know? kind of what happens, I guess, in bigger cities, though, right? I mean, I think yeah. they're like San Francisco, like think in New York, and you know, I think projects LA. and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, so I think that it's it's obviously a smaller, you know, scale here, but I yeah. mean, we, we have a lot of the similar problems. I for mean, sure. I think that's kind of why googling salinas gives you a whole bunch of negative headlines but again it's all about balancing it out right so i mean it goes back to using hip-hop to like you know feel empowered to feel confident to feel like the stories that we can say about our hometown you know don't necessarily have to just be 100 percent crime violence yeah and it doesn't have to match the headlines word up yeah Yeah. and that's really all people know because i mean i mean how's the whole country know about salinas Cops and fucking live PD, <laughs> live PD right. yeah, you know, <laughs> cops and live PD, dude. You right. know, there's a lot and, more to that. Yeah, so. and there's actually this video I was showing him from Vox, and it talks about um, cops, the TV show, and how it started back in the '80s. Mm. And so, like back then, they were having a like the TV, um, like screenwriters were having on strike in the hmm. late 80s and so fox needed something they were you know they needed something to get their ratings up and stuff and so they decided to send cameras with the uh with police forces Word. because they the script writes itself like you don't need anyone to write a right, script. yeah like that shit writes itself yeah, yeah and so they started doing that and it, it fucking blew up dude like people couldn't get enough of it so cops is credited with the first fucking reality tv pretty much yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and the thing about it it started being started to be used as like a recruiting tactic and it started to be used when um whenever like something when there would be like a scandal like an uh, officer involved 
um, shooting or something like that. So when Salinas was having those issues with the officer involved shootings, that's what, what was it like? To... Four four people, right? In yeah, how, how long of a span? Like a two it was month like, span or yeah, something? Yeah, two or three months. I think. Yeah. yeah. So right after that, Salinas was on cops, and they even talk about it in that video. Like as soon as after that happened, like Salinas was on cops because they wanted like they want to show people you know what they're the dead body, what, the, what they're up against, and yeah. you know what I mean. And, that, that's the part that was know, like, like messed up, man. Like, yeah, because um. Yeah. I know, like, like a few of them happened, and they were under the radar for me. Like, I heard about them after yeah. the fact. Yeah. Or I saw the, or I heard the YouTube video, because, like, I don't think they had, like, close footage of it. Uh-huh. And it was, like, that third one where, like, they were caught, you know? Like, yeah. they, they said homeboy lunged at the cops, and you can they see the, it was the, the other way around. Yeah. The cops lunged at him, and it's, like, they could have shot his arm to, like, let, let him drop the shears or... You know, they said that he was like threatening, but really, I think he was reacting to them like shooting him with a taser. Right. Yeah. Like he was having invol- like involuntary like movements, and they're being threatened by it or something. You know. Yeah. I mean, anyway, I don't. I don't mean to recite the whole thing, but the part that I wanted to point out was that when when he when they shot him, they turned him over and they handcuffed him. Yeah. And then they left his body out for hours as these kids were getting out of school and walking home. They were seeing this body laying there, handcuffed, bleeding out. Fuck. you know like what kind of dignity is that you know yeah. and yeah. then the first thing that the that you know i mean i guess i'm gonna beat a dead horse because like you know it's been talked about but the first thing that the that the chief of police says which by the way is retired now you know he stepped away mm-hmm. was like oh i'm proud of my officers but like no like no uh, nobody jumped to um any conclusions yet and then why would you be proud of your officers right yeah. right, right asking yeah. us not to jump to, to conclusions yeah. like, you're jumping yourself bro. yeah yeah but and it's like I mean so little things like that yeah you know? and then like the news would just echo it because they I mean it's not their fault they're just quoting them you know yeah but it creates a tone it creates a story and and it, for sure it, and yeah. it's annoying as fuck yeah, I mean yeah, it's it like is. it is that that's the whole reason why you know again hip hop is like the savior for me you yeah. know it kind of creates an outlet it creates that place where hey people are listening like might yeah. as well kick a story that yes you know it's going to sure. illuminate I guess a counterbalance to that and Word you know up. and it makes sense that hip hop is the outlet for you because that's what hip hop rose out of too. You know, back in, you know, late 70s and early 80s, you know, like what was going on in New York? You know, the, the city the city was on fire. Yeah. You know what I mean? It looked like a war zone, you know? Yeah. And, you know, and there was all these gangs like, dude, like people watch the movie The Warriors yeah. and like they don't realize that like that was real shit yeah. that was going on down right. in New York. I, well, I forgot the name of that documentary. There's a documentary about it on Netflix. Can't remember what it's called right now, but there's a documentary about that, and it, it's it's crazy, dude. Like the, there was really gangs like that, and like the whole thing about them coming, you know, coming together in the yeah. beginning of the movie, that was real. Like they, there was a point where like all the gangs in New, in New York mm. had to come together, and and one of the things that started bringing them together was hip hop, and so like before you know they were fighting and stuff, and then it turned into like they were b uh, boying you know, battling each other, you know, to breaks and shit. Yeah. And then they started floating, you know, the MCs and, yeah. the, you know, they had their little groups. Like, I don't know if you guys yeah. ever seen the get down. Yeah. Yeah. So basically like that. And mm-hmm. so that rose, that's, that's the what rose, rose out of, yeah. you know, what was going on in New York. At they the needed time. an outlet, bro. And, I mean, yeah. Shit, you know, yeah. and so, you know, hip hop, you know, rose out of, you know, those type of situations and those types of, you know, communities and like, you know, those social issues. Yep. You know, yeah. So it's, it's deep, it, you know, it's very you know, it's it's very true today too. Like it rings true still. Yep, deep rooted, bro. You know? That's for sure. For sure. Deep rooted. And sure. again, to balance out that statement, you know, I mean, it also grew, it was born out of rocking the house party, having fun. Yeah. Right. Peace, love, unity, having fun. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't quote unquote like 
socially conscious just yet you know yeah it, it's something that it yeah. can do that but it doesn't later. mean it has to yeah. yeah you know and, and that's just something that it was that just I something say. that brought people together yeah. right yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure but i mean it's beautiful that it is able to capture that it's beautiful that it speaks to a community i mean there's a, a lot of layers to it again you know i mean yeah. there, there's mcs that are very like multi-syllable like very intrinsic with the flow and like I mean, you need to hear it 20 times to be able to start to decipher yeah. it, right. you know, and then there's others that are a little bit simpler. Like, for example, Snoop Dogg, he has a mm -hmm. super laid back flow. Like, he's almost whispering on the mic. Right, like, right. The way he, you know, it's... Um, you but get it, it right then and there. And so there, there's an art form to it, you know, I mean, there's like different layers to it again, you know, and there's different purposes and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, at the end of the day, um, me personally as an artist, you know, because... I don't know. I think I'm still answering your opening question, like who am I and what I do, kind of a thing. Yeah, right? yeah. And I, I think like um, it, it always goes back full circle, man, to like being able to really understand that that life is is teaching us these ongoing lessons, you know. And and hip hop again, it doesn't necessarily have to just be emceeing. It doesn't just have to be like um, you know drawing or you know graffiti or you know creating music or dancing. Like it kind of branches out. It's living life with intent, you know, and that's why yeah. you can't really put it in a box. You know, that's why it sounds so different in different areas and different time frames. You know, um, yeah. Earlier, you were saying too, like we're uh, working with with youth. How one of the things that they always loved is just art. You know, I mean, it's something that yeah. just kind of speaks to us. And I mean, again, bringing it back to like in, uh, indigenous culture and like those kind of philosophies and concepts, um, like. The, the symbol for a hand um, is like put on different like caves and we call that like very primitive cave paintings, right? Uh -huh. But I mean, what the hand symbolizes, I think it's like our essence as humanity. It's the ability to create. Mm -hmm. It's the ability to manifest something, right? Whether yeah. you're grabbing a paintbrush or whether you're grabbing a turntable or you're grabbing a microphone, whatever it is that we're grabbing and the way that we're directing our energy, like, yo, we're walking on two limbs and we're moving these other, you know, whatever like you know sticks with, with fingers right. or whatever these yeah. things are right i mean yeah. if we just like abstract what we are and what we're doing on the on 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 this planet like hip-hop is is a vehicle to be able to like express ourselves right yeah yes, sir. i mean so that that's kind of like the whole point of the story right like as we as we live that that journey and as, as we keep kind of seeing it through different phases like being a kid in the classroom versus you know growing up and having to work and provide for your family and then have your own kids like that's kind of the the stage i'm at some uh -huh. of my friends are there. Some of them aren't, you know, some yeah. of them are kind of like I can relate to. So it's like, you know, being able to use music again and be able to like kind of capture it, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, a simple conversation is hip hop sometimes, too, you know. For sure. Like, I mean, like that, that, that spoken word, so to speak. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's a conversation. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, Hell this podcast, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, we're it's a podcast, but it's hip hop. Yep. Yo, like, yeah. Sir, and right. I mean, hip hop's actually what brought us, you know, to um, link up. Yeah, you know, like Word. yeah, so a good friend of ours, um, JPR Beats. You know, so shout out to JPR. Shout out to JPR. Yeah, man. you know, he's dope ass producer, bro, out of Hollister. Out of Hollister, as you well, know, yeah. they were already working together, and um, you know, JPR was always giving me pointers and stuff on my beats, and I was sending my beats. What do you think about this? And you know, he'd give me feedback and stuff, and um, he actually told me about um, Nez, and Word. so you know, I checked out his music, and I was like. I want this flow on my beats. Well, I was like, <laughs> much, hey, much appreciated. You know, you know? So, um, you know, I reached out to him and, you know, we kicked it a couple times and, you know, Dope, you know, swapped ideas and, you know, it was history, bro. Built that chemistry, you know? Doug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and so, you know, that that's really cool. You know, I like how you, you know, relate, you know, the whole like indigenous, you know, mindset, indigenous teachings, you know, right, right. to hip hop. Mm -hmm. You know, because that's something, you know, like that, you know, something we want to do as well, you know, and that's something like we have an album, 
you know, that's like that we're working on, and like that's going to be the concept. Mm-hmm. No doubt, man. You know that yeah, we're yeah. planning on that being the concept, and you know that's one of the things I've been working on too. Is yeah. like oh, when it comes to my beats, like the balance. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. I want something that's you know up, like you know uplifting, like something that's like kind of easygoing. Yeah. But I also yeah. want something that's fucking hardcore and that's gonna you it's know gonna be that get you back. get your yeah, fucking yeah. you know get your gears running. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, man. And um, I mean, the wordsmith right here, man. You know, yeah. just coming you know with that knowledge, dude. You know, and that's what sets it off right there. Yeah, hey, I appreciate you know? it, bro. You yeah. Know? Well, I gotta check it out, man. I feel like, you know, I should know this already. So, hey, that's the way I felt when I heard <laughs> look forward to listening to it. I appreciate it, bro. So. We got one track up so far. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you yeah, know, yeah. The, all the other stuff's in the works, but okay. that was the first single we got for it. Okay, you know? word, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. Awesome, man. Yeah. Look and that, that was actually the, um, the album cover. That, oh yeah, um, that I have on Instagram. Oh, okay, okay. The, the ancient hands. Ancient hands mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, that's actually um, the cover for our, our project. Dope, bro. Yeah, dope. yeah. And so, like, I was telling you that Huwe um, Huwe um, and he's the um, the Aztec god of mischief, mischief music, bro. and dance. There you go. Word, man. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, that was right up my alley. That's right up my alley, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So he came to me with that idea. I was like, I can't fucking go against that, bro. I'm not gonna yeah. change that at all. That's dope. Like, so so yeah. check it out. It's a uh, where, 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 yeah, where? I, no, 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 no. Oh yeah, I have a really hard time pronouncing the. Here, here, watch. Yeah. I'll help you out where? with it. So it's where, 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 where means ancient. Okay. Right? And coyote, right? Coyote? Just like in okay. Spanish, but we say in Spanish we say coyote, and now what is coyote? So coyote. it's like a, 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 oh, a very okay. silent uh, L at the end instead okay. of a E. Kind of so like where, where, coyote. Up. Oh, okay. Right? Well, and it's, it's well, the, well, the, well, the, well. the ancient coyote. Yeah. Well, right? well, and well. yeah, man, mischievous. Yeah. I mean, he has a lot of lessons, right? Yeah, That's yeah. But ancient, so, sorry, so you said it's it's uh, mischief, dance, and... and uh, mischief, dance, and music. music. Or mu- and song. And song. Mischief, dance, and song. Yeah. Dope, man. Yeah. And I was like... That's a dope concept, bro. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that, though, man. Thank you for putting us up on game, bro, on this shit. Oh, man, we have so much conversations to have, bro. Yeah, man, you know what? I like... I have a really hard time pronouncing those now, like figuring it out how to pronounce them. I'll like, be your friend, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I helped you out. Man. No okay. doubt, no doubt. Bro, <laughs> yeah. and you know what? To to talk about that, like, you know, I went to the um the pyramids in Mexico City, mm. and I I thought they that you always pronounced them Teotihuacan, and when we got there, our tour guide was like, Nah, it's Teotihuacan. Oh wow! So like, you know what I mean? That's like that's dope, bro. Like, how long? Yeah, you know. So oh, yeah. it's like. Yeah, you hear this it shit sounds, on on Discovery Channel when you're yeah. like, oh okay, Teo Wakan, you know, Teo Wakan, yeah, exactly, yeah, you know what I mean, Teo Wakan, dude, like, cool, kind of like the same Oaxaca, right? Like that same kind of sound, exactly, yeah, 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 dude. So I I I dig that you're all about that, bro, because me and him have always been about like fucking pyramids and just. All that ancient shit, you know. Yeah, man. I, I was checking out episode fourteen, yo. Like, you, you guys got yeah. deep on that one. Underwater oh, cities. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're talking about oh, some yeah. of the ruins. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry to interrupt you, bro. Nah, 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 bro. It's, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. hey, it's free talk right here, bro. It's yeah, just, yeah. yeah. Just hey, shoot what, it. What are we at right now? Uh, we are at fifty. You want to take a break? You take a break. All right, let's take a little break. Yeah.
back. So, bro, I have a question for you. So, who who would you say um, are some of like your big musical influences? Man, right off the bat, I'd say Marley. Oh yeah, Robert Nesta Marley was one of the biggest ones growing up. Um, uh-huh. I, I pretty much had a Bob Marley poster on every wall in my room. So yeah, I think I think he qualifies for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what's and, up, though. And, That's and what's it up. wasn't just a like album uh, legend. Mm-hmm. You know, I think everybody heard Legend, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, which yeah, was yeah. like you know One Love and Three Little Birds and yeah. No Woman No Cry. I mean, those were popular. You know, for those sure. were good songs. Jamming, right? It's yeah. probably like the most uh, popular one. Um, but I'm talking about like his discography, yo. Like there was some really, really like beautiful gems in there on um, some of the other albums. Like there was like Rastaman Vibration. There uh-huh. was like there was one called uh, Babylon by Bus, and it was just live shows. You know. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was Catch a Fire. There was Kaya. There was uh, I mean, there was just anyway within these albums, right? And even um, what I noticed was that some of his later ones were like mixed down in Europe. Yeah, like Exodus. Yeah, and uh, like. Uh, confrontation i think was one of the last oh. ones as well okay um and anyway like th- those kind of like mixes were a little bit different yeah but it still kind of captured a certain element and yeah. so like one thing that i'd always do with 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 marley's songs was like i'd change a word or two and even though um he was talking about like a jamaican struggle right african-american so to speak struggle uh-huh. he was jamaican he wasn't really you know yeah so um anyway the point of the conversation is like he's talking about it from like you know that buffalo soldier, like, uh-huh. you know, stolen from Africa. Yeah. And I'd kind of, like, switch the word to Anawak, right? Uh-huh. And Anawak is the name of our continent here. North America Yeah, is essentially Anawak, right? And instead of, like, for example, he'd talk about, like, the Kaya man, and they'd change it to, like, the Maya man, right? Uh-huh. And so I, I'd, yeah, I'd do little yeah, things yeah. like that. Where, you know, and then some of the struggles were, like, I mean, he'd be pointing out racism, right? Like, he, oh, yeah. he called sure. them uh, crazy bald heads. He yeah. wasn't saying uh-huh. any specific race or anything like that. It's just, you know, right. you can kind of get an idea. You can get a visual, especially, yeah, yeah. you know. And so anyway, um, the the typical, like, struggle that Marley would talk about, I found that I was able to relate to, you know? And I think uh, based on that, I mean, there's a whole, like, genre within Roots Reggae of other bands that I kind of, like, started listening to. Um, back in those days, it was, like, Steel Pulse, great oh, dude, fucking Pulse. Steel Pulse is yeah. my favorite. That's probably my favorite bro. reggae band for sure. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually sent this dude a um a video the other day of a live because I was doing a report on reggae for one of my classes, hmm. and I sent him a um live a live um footage I found of them performing Ku Klux Klan. Oh word! And like, dude, they're up there on stage, bro, with like clan hoods. Like, yeah, performing the song. Now it's up from the eighties, dude. Yeah, oh word! It's fucking yeah. hard, bro. Yeah, it's hard, dude. Yeah, dude, Steel Pulse, bro. They're they're deep, bro. Yeah, they are. Still, people, yeah. still posting. You know, in those people. messages, bro, and it's like, um, I think I even heard in one of your tracks, I think you mentioned something about, you know, comparing, like, um, you know, something about, like, Palestine. Word. You know, and, you know, so, like, and I, like, I really like when people bring up that comparison, you know. Like, I've seen a lot of people say, like, um, you know, like, Aslan is Palestine. Oh, word. You know what I mean? If you really like think we, about we it, we are them. It's the same struggle. Yeah, you like know Selena the same struggle. But of. see, the, their struggles, uh, you know, for us, you know, it happened, you know, about a, you know a little bit over a hundred years ago or so. You know, it happened mm-hmm. like way farther back in history to, to like you know with Palestine, like they're still fighting. And, right, you know that right. that fight's still going on. For us, like that fight was like stomped out already. 
Sort of. You know, sort of. I mean, there's you know still, what like, I mean? that but fight still there, continues. Yeah, that I mean, fight like, still continues, but as far as, like, the way it's being fought, you know, over there. Yeah, I mean, right now it's, know? like, throwing blows and, like, you know, actually having yeah. weapons. And, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, that time, I mean, the, the tone of the fight is definitely different. Yeah, And yeah. I think what, what you're pointing to is, yeah, I mean, exactly, right? Like, trying to have that worldview and seeing how we are kind of connected. Yeah, for sure. You know, so for me, like, I kind of found, like, that message within reggae music yeah you know early on yeah definitely. and so um what i found really interesting you know just kind of staying on 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 that like train of thought is that i i discovered chicano reggae music you know so uh-huh. there, there was this band out of san diego called the b-side players oh yeah dude you know yeah, and, uh, and elijah emmanuel and then there was like another band out of puerto rico which actually like now i'm learning all these years later like i mean i was kind of growing up through it but i didn't realize how close we're all connected yeah there was a drummer from Salinas, the band called Dubwise, right? So shout out to Rasta John. Like that homie right there was working with Cultura Profetica out in, in uh, Puerto Rico, right? And they're also developing like a Spanish reggae type vibe, right? Okay. And then there's Los Cafres, and then there's Los like Cafres all, all these, right? So Los is dope. it's like there's just so many layers to, you know, like our existence and yeah. like, you know, what, what drives us. Um, yeah, so beyond that, I think like once I discovered a positive message within hip hop, you know, because, I mean, all along, it was more like the gangster rap stuff. It was like yeah. the Dr. Dre's, the Snoop Dogg's, like, the, you know, again, the Bone Thugs and Harmony. Like, uh-huh. all these different, like, you know, um, more gangster rap, more like, a, yeah, I can relate to it, but it wasn't necessarily, like, a positive message, right? Yeah. Um, back to that 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 whole concept. And so um, I, I started discovering what I, I dubbed personally as, like, conscious hip-hop. And it uh-huh. was more, more so, like, when, when I found, like, most Def and, like, Talib Kweli yeah. and, like, yeah. Immortal Technique, right? Uh, Dead Prez, you know, I mean, th- those were some of the influences where I found like I kind of fell fell in love with hip hop at that point. Yeah. It's like I think it went from like bumping the Three Six Mafia song or something like <laughs> the the CDR that I used to burn like that last whatever mix I made, right? Um, to like the next one, I was like, it was night and day difference. I'm like, yo, like I want to bump that that that, that conscious shit now, yeah. you know? Like, yeah, like, I don't care it about just, sipping on just, my zizzers or, or whatever. Hits like, you different, yeah, you know? for real. You know yeah, straight like, up, yeah, it's you different, bro. Yeah. yeah, it really does, dude. Like, once I started discovering all that, too, like, one of the first things I got like, that kind of started changing me was um, a friend of mine, his older brother, started, he was listening to, like, Dilated Peoples and, like, oh, Evidence. Yes. And that shit, I was like, ooh, what the fuck is this? Yeah, I discovered you know? it, like, exactly. way later. What the yeah. fuck is this? Yeah, because yeah. I remember, like, you know, when I was a kid, like, you know, my mom listened to the Fugees and, like, stuff yes. like that. So, like, yeah. I knew about all that music, uh-huh. but then it was, like the hyphy movement and so yeah. like i was all into that shit you know that bass shit like how <laughs> ignorant and, you know hey, and i mean, I, mean hey, I still listen to it yeah you know i, I mean, still listen to a lot of it you know i still fuck with it you know like a lot of like mac dre and stuff still you know and um yeah, R. I. P. you know man. yeah r.i.p yes, mac sir. dre and you know legend dude Dang and shit. you know and i started hearing that shit i was like ooh. And then i heard like atmosphere yep. yeah and then i started hearing most deaf and then you know, then that's when Kanye was like on that graduation shit. Yeah. And yeah. it was just kind of like. I mean, back when Kanye yeah, had something to say, right? Yeah, like, exactly, <laughs> dude. And then I was just oh, like, man. and then I just, you know, I like. And then Nas dropped um, Hip Hop is Dead. Yeah. And See, I was I, just like. I didn't get it back then, but I get, get it, it now. Yeah. I mean, now it's like, it's like obvious as day. Yeah. You know, but I'm like, what do you mean hip hop is dead? Like, we, we were playing shows again, yeah. like yeah. all the time. Like, and see, like when us. that came out, like I was in middle school. Oh, word. Yeah. So like, I and so like, but then like once high school came and just like, I, like I started kind of being exposed to more of that like type of hip hop and then it, it was over, bro. Like I started going to Rock the Bells. Yeah. Fucking yeah. saw Wu-Tang. I saw Tribe Called Quest. Like, you know, like, 
it's it's a trip, dude. Like how much like being exposed to like a different type of hip hop just like just kind of like changed my mindset. Right, right. Just grabs you know, you, because bro. all I knew was fucking, you know, like you were saying, like the Bone Thugs and Harmony, Easy E, fucking at the time it so, was the the game and like all those cats, you, you know. But if you listen to like Nas, so like that that's one thing that I'm kind of dwelling on right now. So like Nas, hip hop is dead. Yeah, like that song right there. If you listen to the message, like what's what's he saying like in what way do you think it died because obviously we're talking about it being alive and well yeah you know but he yeah. was saying something and i didn't get it back then but i get it now yeah. like in the mainstream yeah yeah right. you know mainstream. and i think yeah. maybe it had already died for me in that context because i didn't really keep up with what, with what was on the yeah. mainstream at that point yeah so I'm, I'm over here like yo like did, did he forecast it because now it's not just the mainstream i mean i hate yeah. to say it but i went out to support the homie solar to show and it's like a lot of the openers sound like a lot of the mainstream man like yeah and I'm, i mean i'm not trying to throw shade or anything like that but it's like there's a certain norm at this point where like people will be like doing shows over pre-recorded vocals yeah and i mean like i'm not a hip-hop like police here or anything like that <laughs> but it's like that, that's, yo, that's, that's that's the big no-no though right i mean the hip-hop police we whenever we segment the hip-hop whenever, whenever <laughs> we call some shit out you know uh, <laughs> i mean just like, like again not to be elitist but like whenever we do our our events like if if somebody wants to rock like we don't really i mean we friendly discourage it you know i mean if, if you can't avoid it, yeah. then, I mean, I don't know. Like, then that's just showing a whole lot of love and patience for, for yeah. somebody. But it's, like, the whole point is to tell our story. Like, right. you know, the whole point is to, like, I don't right. know. I mean, at the end of the day, it's also a performance. Yeah. It's also performing arts. Yeah. And I can't tell anybody what to do. <laughs> no, but you it's can't. Just like, but, I mean, bro, that's... But, but mm. there's something... We used to call it <laughs> Nilly Vanilly. Yeah. <laughs> right, I mean, <laughs> right. That's the easy way to fucking put it. I Shit. mean, what, like, yeah, like, playback was highly frowned upon. I mean, like, yeah. it still is, but... It's it's normal, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. I guess they don't call it playback anymore. It's called ad libs, right? Uh, My bad. Yeah, I, there you go. I don't yeah. Know. yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know, but see, I mean, I've I, I've even seen Eminem do it, yo. Like you know, like he loses yeah, his voice yeah. and he just he he relies on the playback. You know, like oh, the mic's at his yeah. hip now and he's still spitting. Right, like, right, oh, right, man, right. Like you ventriloquist, motherfucker. Fucking talented, bro. I know. Well, like, so I mean, so what, what would you what would you say or what would your like stance be on like? if someone just only used it for like the chorus i don't i mean again i you know what i mean i'm not saying i've never done it or i never will i'm just saying it's like discouraged you know Mm -hmm. i mean um i've done it for ad-libs you know especially in my early days kind of exploring you know and kind of you know experimenting Uh but i mean what i find the funnest is uh finding new beats and like even using not to just recycle rhymes but you know just to like try out the vibe yeah you know and so like that's why i just freestyle a whole bunch it's like sometimes i can't recall how many verses i have so i just I mean, sometimes it's on accident. Sometimes it's intentional. Most of the time it's on accident. You know, it's like, I'll forget my verse and I'm like, oh, I'll flip it to freestyle. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. just like finish but it But that's off, dope, right? bro, you know, because I admire that because, uh, you know, even even as an MC, dude, like freestyling is something that I, I, I wish I, I fucking paid more attention to and, and devoted more time to. I just, I love writing, so I really get stuck in that one-dimensional shit, but... You know, um, I think that's dope that you could turn that switch off and on, bro, as far as the whole freestyle shit. Like, because I, I feel like I look at that as kind of like the same kind of like unwritten law as not performing with your fucking vocals. Oh, word. You, 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 someone asks you to spit and you're a spitter, you better spit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know some days that you may wake up and you're like, man, like MC, just because we, we make music and we're MCs doesn't mean that we always feel the jolliest to get up and fucking spit in the morning, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So sometimes you gotta, you do gotta force yourself to sit down and write or to sit down and freestyle, whatever the fuck it is that you do that makes you feel like you're polishing your shit and keeping your shit sharp, right? So I feel like, hey, man, like, 
just having you on the show, not just as the first MC, but having that, bro, already fucking, I felt like, I feel like, you know, gave me more knowledge than what I already had. And gave me a different perspective on like, hey, bro, like maybe I should pay a little bit more attention to that because, you know what I mean? It it, it goes a long way, bro. So I appreciate so that. Word up, bro. No, let's just keep chopping it up. I mean, like I said, I think one of the best ways to build community is to like just check in on folks and have conversations. You know, I mean, the word is like so powerful. You know, I was uh, before we started, you know, recording, uh, we were talking a little bit about indigenous culture and I made reference to uh, the Aztec calendar. Right? Yeah. We, we call it the tonal machot. Tonali means energy. And machot means pattern. So it's just, again, ba- really basic terms, right? It's just a pattern of energy. Yeah. And uh, really what it is, it's a tonal machot in reference and in context to the sun and the earth. And so, in other words, it's all dictated upon, like, we revolve around the sun and we spin upon our own axis. And those two things mark a year going around the sun and marking a day going around our own axis. Right. And so based on that is making um, observations. And what the the abuelitos say is that every 20 days, energy repeats itself. Right. And every day kind of has a certain um, they they say it. Interestingly, Masatsin says it with the I think he says that every day has a destiny and and we're just here to help it meet 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 its goal. Uh Right. Like what can we do to help this day fulfill its mission? Right. It's like a different way to look at life. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's like it's not so much revolving around me and and my ego and like you know necessarily yeah. how I feel today. I mean, yeah, that matters, but you know, there's a bigger picture. It's like there's a certain energy today, right? And so, um, for example, Mother's Day, right? Mother's Day uh, happens to be the day of the flower, right? And so, the day of the flower symbolizes a lot of different things. But I mean, very practically, what do we give our moms on on Mother's Day, especially quote unquote? Mexican mothers. Right, 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 right. Not just whatever Sunday it happens to fall on. It's like, no. Right. Like, there's a special day for right. a freaking reason, yeah, you know? Exactly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, uh, the day of the flower, it symbolizes art, it symbolizes completion. Um, it symbolizes uh, essentially a whole process. Like, the journey starts at a seed and then it sprouts, it germinates, right? Then leaves, uh-huh. then, you know, fruit. But at the very end, you pretty much have this flower. It's like, you know, it, it blossoms, it buds. It's it's the final touch on an artwork, right? Yeah. It's like uh, after everything's kind of been hashed out, it's just like pretty much appreciating that that art form. So with all that in mind, there's a day for art. You know, yeah. <laughs> like like yeah. let's like let's just again keep it simple. There's another day uh, when well, that's actually the last day. That's the twentieth day. The okay. first day, Sipakli, means crocodile, mm. right? So the day of the crocodile means a, a, a day to start something. You know, it symbolizes when life used to live on water and took its first steps onto land. Damn. You know, so it's a beginning. It's a it's a, it's a new era. It's a new process. It's a That's new concept, dope, right? Yeah. So, I mean, there's days to start things. And sometimes we take advantage of, of that energy and we, we always want to start something, right? <clears throat> but, I mean, there's there's a process, right? Like, mm-hmm. we need to kind of, like, see it through. Like, the next day, it, it's uh, the, the, the day of the wind. Ehekat, right? And so what that means, it's our nostrils. It's in, it's out. There's two, right? There's like, so there's like very, con- there's this, um, I guess, a, a natural progression to this concept, right? Like where, where you just kind of start seeing life through, you know, essentially this type of energy, right? And and essentially bringing it back full circle to like, literally a full circle, right? It's a full yeah. full cycle. Um, the very center of, of, of the system, the tonal macho, it's a pattern of the, of the solar energy as it's hitting the earth, right? Every axis, every time we're going around the sun, right? Every season for that matter, right? Um, and at the very center is the, the nostrils, 
right? So back to breathing, right? And, and what that means for me is that um, we breathe in the moment, right? It's something that we do. And again, I don't, I don't, get, I don't mean to get too, uh, like, preach here, you know, philosophical on you guys. But by breathing in the moment, it means it's, it's the right now, right? Like, when do we breathe? Well, it's like right now. And right now. So all it's the like, damn time. Yeah, yeah. But it's like remembering, like, even though these, there's all this energy that's moving around us, and there's all these things that are going to happen and that just happened and life is full of up and down, right? Like, remember to breathe, like stop and smell the roses type thing, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, and so with that in mind, the other, you know, zooming out a little bit more, then, then you see the whole face. And when you look at the mouth, um, instead of having a tongue, it has a flint, right? So the word pretty much is symbolized by a very sharp stone. And that means that, you know, you can use your words to very carefully, you know, cut something out, you know, as a doctor would do, as a surgeon kind of cuts out a cancer. Yeah. Or, you know, be very careless with our words and really cut somebody in a way that, or cut ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. as, as we're putting away the knife or as we're like, you know, opening up the pocket or the, the box cutter or whatever it yeah. would be, right? Like just being careless with our words sometimes has negative effects as well. For sure. Right. So again, man, just thank you again for even inviting hey, us, you know, hey. for, for, for doing what you're doing in the first place. Cause you're, you're carrying your own palabra. You're, you're carrying hey, your own. Bro, you know, I appreciate that, bro. Hell yeah, bro. Um, appreciate that, Definitely. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Thank you for taking the time, man. For damn sure, bro. Yeah, you know, dude. um, as soon as this guy brought you up and told me a little bit about what you were about, dude, I was like, no fucking doubt. Let's have him on and, and let's just let it ride, bro. So, yeah, you know, I'm glad we, I'm glad we could do this shit, bro. So, yeah, man. And, you know, you know, that's one thing we want this podcast, you know, to be is like, you know, we want it to be an outlet for, you know, local talent, local creatives and, you know, just people that are out there in the community, you know. And like one of the things is, you know, like, yeah, like I, you know, I grew up here in Salinas, but, you know, I did move away. Now I'm back. You know, he's new to Salinas. So we don't really, know, you know, we don't really know too many people out there in the community, Word, you know, you know, so it's like, you well, know. Well, thank you for giving, yeah, for giving me a try. You know what I mean? Oh, Hell yeah. Hey, for know? sure, bro. Yeah, you know, so, you know, we, re you know, we really want to reach out, you know, to, to everyone, you know, that's part of the movements and, you know, yeah. you know, we want to put them on, man. Dope, you know, man. We, you know, we want this to be an outlet and to, you know, advertise it. You know what's going on here in Salinas. Yeah. You know, to everyone out there, you know that may be listening to this. You know that you know has never been here into Salinas. You know what I mean? Because we, you know, we do have a pretty you know wide audience now. You know, being on the podcast network. Yeah. You know, there is a lot of people from out of state and stuff that oh, you nice. know listen to the network and that do have shows on the network as well. You know, so they might have never been in Salinas. Um, you know. Might be all they see about Salinas is on IPD, whatever you yep. know, like we were saying, stuff like yep. that. You know, like we so were saying. Now, now there's an alternative. Though. Yes, there's more so, options. So yeah, right? exactly. So you know, you know, one thing we want to do is you know, give them a you know a picture that is you know not all bad, like we were saying, yeah. you know, and that there's right. a lot you know a lot of positivity out there. Yes, sir. You know, and there's people like yourself that you know out there making a difference, man. Yep. For damn sure, yeah. bro. Trying, man. We trying. Yeah. You know, I yeah. mean, life happens, and sometimes we, yeah. we take little breaks. You know, to you know have a baby or two. Or that's three. okay, bro. Yeah. You know, hey, so, okay. so raising a little family, you know, and and being thankful that you know I get to do it insulin this man. I mean, this community honestly shows a lot of love. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, and again, I think it just has more to do with having the patience to like check in on folks and again um, have that follow up conversation af at, uh, once the show finishes. <coughs> you know or connecting the next day or you know yeah for sure like i said this sunday we're just trying to get together to you know do a little potluck yeah and see what happens there I mean, it is bro oh yeah that's what it's about yeah. man yeah for sure that you know, unity dog 
Yeah, maybe you know, maybe we'll sponsor a event sometime. You know, sponsor yeah, hey. by the podcast. Oh, Let's, talk. Let's record, talk. Record yeah. live or something. There you know, go. oh, we totally yeah. could. Actually, yeah. one one thing that I'm able to uh, help out with, you know, again on the software web development side, uh-huh. is uh, well, on on one hand, it's super super important to have uh, encryption. You know, if if anybody out there has a yeah. website that doesn't have encryption, feel free to send me a message and I'll show you how to set it up. It's that way, whenever you log in and you're on public Wi-Fi, like people can't just steal your password. You know, like Word your websites, yeah, your yeah. You know, if you happen to own a .com or .net or whatever, I mean, it's the same thing that happens when you go to Facebook. Like, look for that little green lock. So if your site doesn't have that. So anyway, aside from that, we can also uh, pretty much broadcast through uh, online radio. Word. Right. Okay. So, so we can okay. send out a digital audio signal yeah. and folks can stream it. You know, and so that's one of the ways that we, uh, we throw on a signal for KHDC for 90.9. Okay, yeah. yeah. So we, we kind of do a little low-key local broadcast only for the shows that, that have reached out and asked for it. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of an extension of what the show of, of what the station does, but it's yeah. kind of like just, you know, it's pretty much a, a, a way to broadcast anything. Yeah, right. And sure. so since it didn't exist before, now it does exist. That's Word. Totally. So with that in mind, it's possible to do it remotely. I mean, we, we yeah. can be broadcasting live right now if you guys want yeah. to. Obviously, oh, okay. they, they'd get all the behind-the-scenes bloopers yeah. and whatnot because, yeah. right, you know, right. we, we did take a little break and little things like that, yeah, right? Yeah. But, I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, it's all possible, you know? Yeah. And if I can help at all, I mean, again, from setting up encryption to, you know, yeah, right. setting up sure. remote broadcast. Damn I mean, sure. Appreciate that, I mean you can do it on Instagram Live, too. You know, you can yeah. do it on a bunch of different ways, but it's just another way to have an outlet, yeah, you know? like for sure. And and it's your own. It's your personal stuff. You know, like you yeah. don't have to worry about selling ads or them selling you as an ad. You know, yeah. like yeah, all no that doubt. kind of stuff, man. Yeah, man. So where, dope, where could man. they uh, find you at? Where could they DM you at, bro? If they have a question. Yeah, about yeah. That, so uh, my name is M Seven. Um, I spell it in Spanish. Uh, it's E M E. So M Siete, right? And so it's M Seven. So E M E Seven. And so those four characters, E M E Seven. Um, dot com or just look those four characters up on instagram on twitter on soundcloud um i'm not really as active on facebook anymore but that uh-huh. one is m7 dot eme7 so it's just weird because it, you know they didn't let me have a four character needed to be longer yeah, yeah, yeah. you're just like all right whatever <laughs> like whatever facebook right, right yeah <laughs> m007 <laughs> there it is bro m7 yeah, man yeah, hey yeah man so um you want to tell us a little bit about um which KHDC? Um, yeah, actually, KHDC has, has a huge story. Um, it's community radio. So one of the, the things to understand about that station is that it's not so much like doing the commercial side of things. Yeah. So like, um, yeah, especially because I'm not there right now and I don't have to necessarily like <coughs> be courteous about how I say this. Like, plainly put, we can't promote like uh, whenever somebody's selling like, oh, it's only five dollars. You know, like you, you and no dollar amounts at all whatsoever. So if there's any event that we're doing that that's charging, you know, we can't promote it. Yeah. Like we can talk about it, but we can't be like, yeah, go like and and buy tickets or like we're giving away tickets. Like it's strictly meant as community radio, and oh, so okay. it's it's kind of weird guidelines because what it is, it's like anybody can submit like a, a PSA, right? Uh-huh. So like there's a lot of nonprofits like the Salinas Public Library, for example, or like you know, the women's shelter, the homeless shelter, or maybe somebody's just doing like a free event at, at, at a park, you know, uh-huh. <clears throat> you know, throwing ideas out there. Yeah. Right? Yeah, right? Like, right. Like there's, there's things like that. So if it's for the community and it's free, then you can 
promote it. But if okay, there's any dollars not. attached to it, then you can't. Yeah, right. right. And so along the same lines, there's a big gray area because there's like establishments that even like today, right? Like I said that there's been establishments downtown and I didn't give any names. Uh -huh. You know, I said there's a basement and a sidewalk, right? And uh, I mean, that's yeah. kind of vague, but right. I mean, really like here, I don't, I don't know if I'm able to or not. I'm just kind of conditioned to like not be able to right. actually talk about brick and mortar places because again, it draws like an unfair competitive um, advantage, which translates to dollars, which you know interest yeah. whatever and it's so it's it's kind of weird right uh -huh. but i mean just to give props to the station um khcc supports local hip-hop period yeah you know and and that's not just like for the radio show that i do i do the saturday sesh every saturday night from 9 p.m to midnight okay so once again that's 90.9 fm here in salinas uh 104.1 actually out in hollister all right and we broadcast the yeah and then uh we have uh, so DJ Casio is one of our, our yeah. resident DJs. Shout out to Casio. And Casio's been on KHCC for 25 years. Yeah, long time. Word Holding up, it bro. down here in Salinas, yeah. California. My, like, um, long jib. He's actually a, um, a friend of like some of my family. My great grandfather was actually a DJ on, KH, on KHCC okay. for a long time. I think um, I Louis Serrato. Okay. Yeah, he did the nice, um, Viejitas Pero Bonitas. Nice, man. Yeah, nice. that's that old school, like, 1930s Spanish music. That's what's up, like, <laughs> you know? dope, man. Yeah, so, yeah. So is he still doing it? Or is he's at, he actually passed away. I'm sorry. Yeah, that, uh, thanks, man. Yeah, he passed away in, like, 07. But, okay. you know, he, he lived a long life, man. You know, he's in his 80s. Wow. Hey, we're well, still so, shout out to him, Yeah, bro. shout out Big to my grandpa out, Louis, yeah. bro. You yeah, know, that's, that's where, way. you know, our love for music comes from in my family. Yeah, definitely. You know, I can see my that uncle, now. shout you know, shout out to my uncle John Jay. Yes, sir. You know, he's yeah. a... Um, you know, he's an MC as well. You know, he does his thing. And he's actually really good friends with Casio as okay. well. Like, he knows Casio personally, like, for yeah. a long time. You know, yeah, like, yeah, know well, my I family. Mean, I, like I mean, family I don't, there, I've man. never met him. I don't know him personally. But I know, like, he's, like, a friend of, like, the family. Yeah, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. You know, shout out to them. Shout out to KHDC. Yeah, shout out, bro. You know? Huge yeah. shout out to you and your family, man. Yeah, I mean, thank so you, bro. All these, all these contributions to KHDC, I mean, again, it's it's community Every every year they also do a fundraiser, so it's like it's community driven, right? Yeah. Because they don't sell yeah. ads, they got to rely on grants and community donations. Right. Yeah. And so I mean that's kind of like in a nutshell what it is. But I mean back to them supporting hip hop. Um, so Casio's been holding it down for twenty five years. You know he's there every Wednesday. So the Wednesday Rec is the, is the name of his show. Wednesdayrec.com is the is the online broadcast. Okay. Right. It's kind of a, a tribute to twenty five years and running. You know, you can go check it out. You know, it's okay. it's it's live in case you're not near a radio. I mean, here locally, ninety point nine FM, Hollister, South Gilroy, San Juan Bautista, one hundred four point one. Right on, um, bro. You know, or yeah. Wednesdayrec.com online, right? And so with that in mind, um, before Casio, this is back in like late seventies, early eighties, before hip hop on the Central Coast. Uh -huh. You know, uh, pretty much there was this DJ by the name of Bubba G. Scotch, yep. and BGS Bubba G. Yeah. Scotch, rest in peace as well. Uh, was able to get a show before it was KHCC. It was called KUBO. Uh -huh. You know, it was still ninety point nine, I believe. And so it's pretty much been the same station, the same Tower of Power. You know, he's been rocking yeah. out. You know, I, and I say he's been as if he's still around because now his daughter's on every Thursday night. Oh, word. So, D, so shout out to DJ Madonna. You know, she's doing oh, the shit. BGS backspin. Okay. Shout okay. And sometimes she gets little you know snippets of Bubba G's voice and oh, like plays dude, it. That's hard. So it's it's yeah. it's a it's a beautiful family, man. I mean, KHCC. Yeah. I, I I can't. You know, I can't say it in, in enough words, like like how dope of a journey it's been yeah. for me to, you know, be a, be a part of that um, that effort, you know? I mean, I feel so honored right now to have the Saturday Sesh. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. That, that alone is like, you know, I can talk about that and like that experience. Um, 
but be, before I do, I've got to give tribute, you know, and credit to like, you know, again, BGS to for sure. There yeah, was another sure. gentleman uh, who who also passed away, the um, Verbal Tech, and so uh, he's the one that started the Wednesday Rec, I believe, and then okay. Ca and then Casio was kind of brought in probably around the same time, but you know, he had like hip hop shows every day of the week. Oh shit, you know? word! And so Casio took over the Wednesday spot. Yeah, that's know? dope. So as as Dude. the Wednesday Rec, and, bro, and you know, he's been running since. Man, I yeah. huge, much love going out to Cas for that. Yeah, you know? dude, it's yeah. it's crazy that you mentioned Bubba G Scotch. I was just thinking about him. I was like, I was like, that's. I knew that was who you were gonna say. You know, like growing up, like you know, I never got to hear him. You know, but yeah, growing up, my mom. My mom always talked about Bubba G. Scotch. My uncle, like my cousins, like everyone always talked about Bubba G. Scotch. Like yeah, I always heard about Bubba G. Scotch. BGS you know, growing up here in Salinas, you yeah, know what I mean? Is, so he is the he's man. an icon, bro, yes. here in Salinas, you know? That's what's up. And I remember one time you asked me, you were like, hey, who is that? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, dude, he's an old school DJ, bro. Yeah, like my I moms have, and yeah. everyone used to, you know, talk about I him. Had no clue, bro. So, yeah. Yeah, now dude. Shout out to Bubba G. Scotch, bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he passed away recently. Um, but again, his family's very you know involved here in the in the community. Yeah, shout out to them. Uh, man. Madonna's still still DJing, you know, and so with with all that in mind, um, you know, just saying it vaguely yet simply enough, you know, it, it's all about working with youth for sure, and like not forgetting that you know, I mean, we we kind of need to guide, uh, yeah. you know, the next generation. And they do have that youth program at um, KHTC as well, right? The yeah, Radio yeah. Bilingue. My um, girlfriend's sister was actually in the youth program word man yeah yeah, yeah. So, so so yeah dude the interesting funny i guess like it's just a little backstory because mo most of our listeners don't know this because uh -huh. we don't talk about it per se um but when you listen to our show right if you listen live or if you listen back to the archive we also record it and put it up online after the fact uh -huh, kind of nice. like a podcast right yeah, yeah, yeah. like similar fashion um and so anyway if, if you listen back to it you'll hear that we also have to play um, a certain type of commercial. So again, it's not like you know market or it's not like commerce driven. Yeah, it's more driven by um, like raising awareness, right? So like some of them are like about drug abuse or like domestic violence or like providing a a, a number uh, for like women's shelter, like you know so on and so forth, right? Just like offering resources. And so there's sometimes skits. And the skits are put on by the, by the high school youth. Oh, okay. So, so, so the yeah. high school students that need to do community yeah. service hours That's go to the dope. station. They, they practice their, you know, broadcast, you know, uh -huh. uh, equipment, you know, kind of managing all that, recording, right? And then also, right, like enacting different skits in this case. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for, for the purpose of that, right, to like wait to, to raise awareness, to like kind of have, have intent and have purpose. Yeah. So it's dope, man. So That's shout cool. out to them. Shout out yeah, to, to, to all the youth, man. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, it's like, so, so it sounds kind of in a, in, a, in a certain extent, you know, to a certain extent, it's like, why are you playing this like right after some like dope hip hop or whatever? Yeah. Or like in the middle of your show, you know, but yeah. it's like, hey, it's like showing love. It's, yeah. it's, it's back to that, you know. For sure. Yeah. Hey, you never know who's listening and who it might help. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Straight never up. know, man. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Real shit, man. It's that so, all yeah. around love, though. Yeah. It's episode 15, man. Thanks for coming, bro. Episode 15, bro. Like, how much more time do we have? Are we wrapping it up right now? How, how much more time we got? We uh, up, we're bro? running at about an hour 45, hour 30 right now, I believe. Between there. Going? I'm going to keep going for a little bit or what? So I mean, I can share one more thing with you. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Just to plant a seat out there. Yeah, let's do it. that out right there. No, no, no. You're good, man. I think keep it organic, yo. So uh, back to like in, uh, in, to to looking at the world from an indigenous lens, right? Uh -huh. um, the way that that I can start to like explain it to to somebody, the way that I've been taught it or shared this concept is that life is kind of observed from two different sciences, right? So like first and foremost, setting it clear that it's not about um, quote unquote 
the god of this or the god of that, right? I mean, that's a really common way when you Google it. Like, they always use that terminology, and mm-hmm. I just, it drives me crazy. Like, okay. I was it's like tell- the easy way I was to describe you, it. Yeah. I was telling you in the DM or, like, you know, kind of a private message, like, yeah, man, like, you know, like, much props to you for studying ethnic studies because, like, yeah. as much as I love my culture and as much as I'd love to have a degree in it, you know, it's like I just couldn't, like, work through the Eurocentricity of it. Yeah. And and yeah. that's just, like, to, like, speak to it and then move it out of the way because I do want to talk about, like, back to the oral history, right? Uh-huh. Um, and, and the sciences that, that I'm talking about, right? So the biggest difference is that, like, um, if you look at the way that indigenous, like, quote-unquote gods are described, they're, like, depicted in more, like, close resemblance to Greek mythology. Yeah. For one reason or another, I always kind of see connections going back to it, you uh-huh. know? Where it's like that's all they really had, right? Like you're, the 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 Europeans who arrived, the Spaniards who arrived in Mexico, like they they came with a certain ideology, and so when they start looking at the world from the perspective of the sciences that I'm about to talk about, you know, like the closest concept that they can tie to it was religion, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so therefore, instead of calling it the god of air, it's the energy of air, the element of air. Like, let's think back to science class when they had the periodic table elements on the board. Like, nobody yeah. was fucking crucifying anybody for that. Yeah. Right. You know, like, yo, it's just science. Like, you're yeah. saying, okay, like, you know, this is the element for gold, and this is the element for copper, and this is the element for helium, and this is the element for blah, 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 right? It's the same exact concept. So we, we just refer to it now with, with relevance to energy instead of with gods, right? Yeah. Like, I just want to make that clear because it's yeah. not a religion. And I think yeah. right, off, right off the bat, I think it gets discredited or, like, it gets... um creates like room for for like rejection right because if you already have an ideology uh theology then you know you're going to reject it because it's like oh i I don't believe in those gods i believe in my god right right right, and it's like no like there's no such thing like that's not what we're talking about at all whatsoever yeah um so anyway with that with with all that in mind the sciences are the science of quetzalcoat right quetzali means beautiful and coat means serpent yeah but in spanish um coate means twin uh-huh. Right, so quetzal, precious knowledge, you know, koat, or precious twin, right? And so what that means is that you see the world from a perspective where you can learn from anything. You know, everybody is your twin because we're all precious, because we're all, like, there's beauty to, you know, essentially our existence, right? Yeah. And finding that beauty sometimes takes a little bit of a challenge. Yeah. But the fact that it's quetzal koat is anything that you can measure. You can pick it up, you can weigh it, you can see what color it is, you know, you can make physical observations on this. Um, you know, it's kind of like really what we refer to as science today, uh-huh. right? Yeah, and yeah. then the other side is it's still a science, but it's kind of what people misconstrued and like they'll call it by a lot of different names, but I'm going to call it a science. And that science is called Tezcatlipoca. Okay. So yeah, Tezca yeah, yeah. means reflection uh-huh. and Popoca means to smoke. So oh. it's a smoking mirror, so to speak, roughly oh. translated, right? Okay. And what that means, it's energy that exists but that you really can't see it right it's it's like you can see it you know and it's still your reflection it's still your quata right but there's this kind of essence between you and it and you kind of have to work at like swatting away the smoke like polishing that mirror to see yeah, a clear yeah. reflection yeah. you know because it's there but you can't see it and so it's a science mm-hmm. it's the science of energy that exists that you can't see and so when you start talking about that, people are like, oh, you mean like ghosts? Like, no, I'm not talking about Casper. I'm not, I'm not talking, yeah. I mean, maybe, but what I'm talking about is that there, there's energies that exist that you can't see physically with your eyes, but they exist. Like, for example, yeah. you know, wind yeah. or like sound Word. or like gravity 
or you know quote-unquote vibes right yeah. like just for Definitely. lack of a better word right Definitely. somebody walks yeah. in the room and like you know if they're in a bad mood they don't got to say anything you, you right. kind of feel the vibe yeah. like man like what's up with you bro like mm -hmm. what's going yeah, on yeah yeah right or the other way around somebody walks in with like super exuberant charisma yeah you know and like you just feel it it's you contagious it. yeah. it's like somebody gets the giggles like you get the giggles you know like <laughs> yep. there's yeah, energy yeah. that exists that that you know that you can't see yeah for sure and so um i guess yeah you know to like just kind of i i don't want to drag on and on again this is nah, just meant bro, to plant this is seed, all dope, bro. but it's <laughs> kind of meant dope. to set a tone yeah. you know to like for whenever sure. we do talk about our indigenous culture you know to kind of be proud of it you know yeah. be, be proud of the fact that you know it's not so much something that um is inferior or it's like irrelevant because you know there's already a god like i think that's kind of what we've learned that's what's been yeah, imposed on us yeah um but it's just a different way to see life right and and, sure. in, and in the same way that we're like talking about it now we're kind of like laughing along and like yeah. we, we kind of get it you know it's like um i guess for, for lack of a better like way to express it you know like that's kind of what bonds us like that's kind of that's that science like yeah. once you understand it then then you can use it you sure. know yeah and so um just really quickly right so one of the tezcatlipocas because there, there's a duality in everything, right? It is actually Quetzalcoatl. Like, there's a certain energy that you can measure that that still is intangible, you know? Yeah. And so the other Tezcatlipoca, there's four of them. The other Tezcatlipoca is uh, Chipe Totec, right? And that's actually um, what your Huehuecoyo character is okay. doing. Because yeah. you know how he's kind of like, he has skin that's kind of falling off? Yeah, yeah. So that's Chipe Totec. And, and I'll ex explain that a little bit more. And uh -huh. that, that's why I wanted to talk about it, just because I wanted to kind of like, Make make that a little bit more more relevant to you too. Okay. Um, the other Tezcatlipoca is actually Tesca, and and that's uh, so each each one of these four Tezcatlipocas actually re they represent one of the the four directions, oh, and sure. and and that's one of the ways that I remembered it because yeah. there's four elements in hip hop, there's four seasons, right? Yeah. There's four directions, so to speak. There's so like life kind of works in these like quote unquote patterns. Right, especially when, when you look at it under these sciences, like everything just kind of fits. I yeah. mean, like even yeah. beats and music, right? It's a four four pattern. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. like it's kind of a natural rhythm yeah. that, that you just kind of walk about life through. Yeah. Right. And the other Tezcatlipoca is Huitzilopochtli. Yeah, So so really quickly, um, Quetzalcoatl. Again, I, I talked about that. It's you know precious twin. It's what you can measure. Chipetotec means energy that regenerates itself. So. It's pretty much like when you, you fall, you scrape your knee, you know, as a kid, you know, and you put a band-aid on it. Well, a few days later, it heals itself. Yeah. Like that science, you can't see it, right? I mean, yeah, at a, at a molecular level, so to speak, but there's something moving those those molecules, Yeah. right? There's an energy, there's a science. For like, sure. We can call it whatever we want, but the fact is, like, you know, there's energy there. And and so um, that's called Chipe Totec. Right. And there's other manifestations of it, such as, you know, the springtime, you know, mm -hmm. after the earth hibernates and it kind of comes back and it blossoms like that's cheap. So like flowers. Right. So it's kind of like, you know, um, like cannabis and kind of like some of these things that kind of help us, quote unquote, have mind altering. Like all that has a science to it. Yeah. Right. And it was under the science of, in that case, uh, Chochipili. Right. So the flower uh, child, so to speak. Uh -huh. you know, you, if you Google that or if you look him up, it's 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 a little monito, like a little statue. And actually, I don't want to say little because they're monolithic. They're monolithic sculptures, like they're they're made yeah. out of pure rock, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and some of these are huge, like yeah. they're bigger than you and I, bro. Like, right, right. so anyway, Chochipili, um, he has a lot of flowers on him, right? And so it right. re it represents that. It's like that that springtime, like you know that that early stage of life, like when 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 you're growing. Um, Tezcatlipoca. The one, uh, oh, so by the way, one of them is east, west, north, south, right? Yeah. So uh, Quetzalcoatl is the east, 
and it represents essentially Venus when it's up as a morning star. Uh, right so everything kind of kind of has a relevance right yeah so when when you read it in a history book it says oh quetzalcoatl right. was um, yeah, it was uh, con yeah. was thought to be hernan cortez right because oh yeah i was i'm like every time i see that like, they, they confuse them no like literally uh, the history wow. books will say that 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 the the indigenous people were dumbified you know at, at the site of this white god and they thought he was the god of quetzalcoatl because he said he would he would <laughs> yeah. come from the east and it's like, yo, that's the star in the east. That's Venus. It's like right. not even a star. Like we call it a star, but like yeah. our abuelitos knew that there, there was actually 11 planets. And it's like 11. Yeah, I said 11. You know, like now they tell us there's eight. And that's right, because right. we lost Pluto, right? Right, right, right. But when you ask why did we lose Pluto, it's because Pluto's not considered a planetoid. So you got to ask how many planetoids do we have in the solar system? We have three. So we have 11 fucking planets. And, like, and all of this is documented, you know, I mean, it's on our on our yeah. flag. You know, I yeah, mean, it's, yeah. it's like, I mean, you just yeah. got to know what the what the different symbols mean. Right. Yeah. But I mean, so long story short, um, that's the east. Right. The west, Chipe, Chipe Totec. And that's a, a, a rumbo, a direction dedicated to the women, because women are ultimately like the ones that regenerate life. Yes, sir. Right. So it's like a whole entire direction. Yeah. You know, a whole essence dedicated to just women, a science of women, uh -huh. like a science of women, you know, like not passing laws to fucking control their bodies and shit like yeah. that. Like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, like we're, we're, we're talking about like devoting uh, a natural, like integrated respect in, in your way yeah, of life, in, yeah. in, in your worldview. Um, mo uh, moving forward, the north is uh, Tezcatlipoca. And so Tezca, again, it's, it's what you see, sorry, it's what you struggle to see. It's what, what really isn't visible, but it's energy that exists, right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess C um, implies eyesight, and then there's another um, another way to say it. In Spanish, it's uh, mirar, miraste eso, like you saw it move, right? Mm -hmm. O vistes, ver, and so cuando ves, you can like see without your eyes, so to speak, right? And that's when when you can feel a vibe. It's when you can listen to something. It's when you can like, you know, essentially start perceiving some of these energies that exist that are just not visible, or not tangible, rather. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, that's that's uh, Tezcatlipoca, right? And that's okay. that's the north. And the reason why it's attributed to that is because the the Milky Way from our from the from North America from our continent, the Milky Way is to the southern hemisphere, right? Uh -huh. So in in the night skies, it's the darkest region, right? So it's like again, it's it's all it's all common sense. If we were to live in a place where we, where maybe didn't have or, um, overcast ninety percent of the year, yeah. you know? <laughs> right, right. or just somewhere where, where you don't have light pollution, right? I right, mean, some right. of the big cities like yeah. you can't really tell. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, like, especially during uh, wintertime, when the sun goes to the southern hemisphere, you know, um, like the night skies become a lot darker. And so what really stands out is the Milky Way, right? And that's to the south, oh. right? So the south is uh, Huitzilopochtli, right? Okay. So Huitzilopochtli comes from two words as well. Huitzil is a hummingbird, and even that has, like, two, two words in it. So Huitz, it's, uh, it means needle. Right, so there's a lot of different words mm -hmm. like a luisache is a tree that has thorns, mm. right? Um, to say sunrise, you say tlanesi. Uh, sorry, to say so. I'm gonna backtrack a little bit, yeah, and then kind of show you why why it all makes sense, right? So in Nawa, the east is tlawislampa, right, and oh. that means uh, the place where the light is born, but it comes from again these root words, right? So. Mm -hmm. Tlali is earth, wis it's a thorn, and tlampa just means play stuff, right? So tlawis, um, to say good, uh, I, I guess the sunrise is tlawi, right? So what, what it means is the sun rays, right? So like the sun thorn, so to speak, coming up over the um, horizon, sun rays. 
um, Wisache again is a tree and Huitzil is a hummingbird. So mm-hmm. if you look at its beak, it's like uh-huh. a thorn, right? And so uh, that's that's the east. The west is uh, Chipetotec and the direction is Siwatlampa, right? And so that's again, Siwat means woman and Tlampa means direction of. The north is uh, Tezcatlipoca and that's Mictlampa, right? So Mikistli it means transformation and it's symbolized by a skull. So, you know, it gets even spookier. Oh, energy you can't see and now it's a calavera, like, oh snap, right? right? But anyways, it's not that scary because every time we smile, we see each other's skull anyway, right? Like our grill is our skeleton, you know, and we carry our death inside of us anyway and someday we're going to meet it, you know? So it's like, it's not so much, it doesn't have to be scary. It's more so it's a science and and there's a branch to this, right? And every time that a baby goes to sleep in Spanish, quote unquote, right? In our Mexican culture, we say, va ser mimis. And mimis just means a short death, right? Back in the wow. day, yeah, I, I mean, I didn't know, I didn't that. know that either. I had no idea. I was, yeah. I never even really thought about nah. sleep. Sleep is cheeky said, Miki, you know, mimis, right? And but, what is cheeky? Yeah. Small and Miki, well, Mikisli, right? So Miklampa, yeah. right? The 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 rumbo, the lugar of yeah. transformation. So it doesn't mean death. When we yeah. see the skull, it's a symbol for transformation. Mm-hmm. And transformation, oh, I mean, like an ice cube transforms from physical to if you heat it up, liquid, to if you keep heating it up, vapor. Yeah. So transformation doesn't mean death. It just means, like, science says it in our, like, biology books, right? Like, yeah. matter does not die. It, just, it doesn't go away. It just simply transforms. Yeah. Right? Transformation yeah. is the name of the game, yo. Yeah. Like, there's <laughs> yeah. a science to this shit, right? Yeah. It's called. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, that's Miklampa. And then back to the south. So Huitzilopochtli is Huitzlampa, right? So again, it's pretty much the south. Um, and Huitzil means hummingbird, and Opochli means left. So it's talking about our heart. Okay. Down yeah. into the left. It's a small little bird that keeps flapping its wings, and it's pretty much, um, it's dubbed, like in, in history books now, it's called the god of war. Right? Uh, and yeah. I, and I'm re- and like, I've never, and I've I'm never understood that. Well, like, here, here, check it out. We'll, we'll laugh about it right now, because it's ridiculous the way that they... Uh, describe it right so in my world in my world history book right in high school like we spent half the semester learning about the french revolution right literally like half of the time because i remember it was like start start of the year to like about you know the end of december and we we were going to start you know i guess i'm looking forward to like okay let's learn about the americas quote unquote right and so I kind of peek, peek ahead, and I'm like, what? There's only, like, three pages on the Americas. Like, what the hell's going <laughs> dude, on? Right? Dude, so, yeah, I feel that. Uh, and so um, I read it, and it's talking about the God of War, right? And it's like that, that the, the, um, the Aztecs believed in the God of War, and they feared him so much that they would do human sacrifices, right? Like, blood sacrifices. Like, man, they, they just love, like, talking about, like, blood and sacrifice. Right. To the point where, like, they said that they sacrificed... Uh, 20,000 people in one day. Oh, yeah, I've, I've seen that before. Have you read that quote? Yeah. Like, how can, can, I mean, and I've seen things where, like, people are like, that's impossible. Like, like where yeah, they, try, the like, they debunked it. Like, that's physically fucking impossible. That's, like, two people per minute, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. have you ever, like, been <laughs> in, in a rancho where they have to kill a pig? Like, how <laughs> long it takes to chase a dude <laughs> like, down? Have you ever like, cut a heart up? Like, that right. shit, I'm no, pretty I haven't, sure that shit ain't I mean, easy, two per bro. minute, like, like yo, like, yeah. <laughs> like, that takes stamina, bro. That's like night and day, yo. Yeah, like, that's a pretty damn good like, Aztec surgeon. You don't think those dudes right got tired? Like, right, after yeah. a while? They did a fucking break, yeah. And next, and it's like, I mean, who's holding 20,000? I don't know. It's just, yeah. the numbers are astonishing to, like, laughable, you know. And right. anyway, what Huitzilopochtli means, now you know. It means your heart. Yeah. And so the battle and, and, and the war it's talking about isn't so much a war as in, like, you know, um, I guess colonialism war, 
uh-huh. right? Or like Middle Eastern, let's go jack their oil war. Yeah. You know, it's a it's it's kind of what, you know, and I don't mean to like, you know, quote unquote be a sympathizer for anybody that thinks I'm not being patriotic when I say this, but it's kind of like Muslims when they say jihad, right? Like, oh, it's a terrorist jihad. It's like a holy war. It's like, nah, because if you ask them, it means having a conversation with God. It doesn't mean waging a holy war. Yeah. I mean, again, Huitzilopochtli, it's it's your heart. So it's like having a conversation with your inner will. Like, am I going to get out of bed or am I going to hit that snooze button? Yeah, yeah. Like, am I going to, like, you know, am I going to go through with this or am I going to just chicken out and not do it, you know? So Huitzil, I mean, it's symbolized by the hummingbird for a reason. Yeah. Right? So a hummingbird is essentially the smallest bird that... Um, they can think of so to speak but really it's the smallest bird in the species like there's some yeah. that are like an inch big Shit. right and yeah. and they flap their wings like 60 to like 200 times yeah. a, a second yeah right and so they have this ability to just like hover right and they're right here and so that's your free will your free will can go forward it can go backwards it can go up it can be upside down it can go zigzag it can go in whatever direction it wants and that's the beauty of um essentially calling it that direction right the sun goes to the south during the winter time, and the sun is kind of the metaphor, or a metaphor for the sun, rather, is using a bird. So it's Huitzilopochtli when it's pretty much winter solstice. They say that Huitzilopochtli is born in the winter time, right? Mm. So it's like okay. all these different, um, I don't want to say mythologies, because these are scientific, observable moments. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And if you look at the archaeological sites, you know, Teotihuacan or Teotihuacan, yeah. right? Or even uh, out here in New Mexico, there's a spot called Chaco Canyon, you know, out where my parents are from, Zacatecas, like, uh-huh. there's also sculptures. And all throughout the continent. Wow. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. they're all oh, yeah. doing these alignments to recognize where the sun rises they're during winter solstice, you know. And it's just keeping in mind that all it really is is, like, you're looking at the shortest day of the year, longest day of the year, and you count what the amount of days are, and you divide in half, and you have your equinoxes. Yeah. And based on that, you know when to plant your seeds, you know when to, like, start harvesting, you know when to expect, you know, the days to get shorter. Therefore, it's going to start you know, pretty much becoming more ripe. And, you know, like all these different patterns uh-huh. that just what the migration patterns are because guess what? The animals are following the heat as well, yeah. right? And so on and so forth, right? So with all this in mind, you know, it's pretty much a way to like document it from different, I guess, uh, even not to call them like uh, tribes or not not, not, not to like uh, belittle them by, by saying that, that they had uh, dialects, but calling them cultures, calling them nations, you yeah. know, by these different nations of, of languages. Yeah. Because if I look at Europe, and I don't mean to just throw shade, yo, but like if I learn English, it's the same alphabet to learn Spanish. And a lot of the words sound very similar. Oh, yeah. And then it's kind of very similar to learn Portuguese. And then Italian. And it's kind of similar to learn yeah. Italian yeah. and French. French. Like, yeah. So tell yeah. me, how are those unique languages? Doesn't that sound like dialects to you? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. it's just like the All same. All from Latin. So yeah, the language would be Latin yeah. and the dialects are, but yeah, yeah we right. like put it on this pedestal and we call them languages and world languages. Mm-hmm. And then we talk about indigenous cultures and no, those are dialects. Word the like, fuck no, up. man, yeah. like, no, yeah. those are unique. Um, yeah. They stand on their own. They can yeah. describe a science. Yeah. Like, yeah. They have life. They have vibration. Like Definitely. they have thought, they have prayer, they have love. Yeah. Right. So yeah. anyway, man, it's so deep. And, and I, I figured we can spend a little bit more because I know that um, some of the other shows run close to two hours yeah so i'm like yeah. i'm gonna push it a little bit yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. i appreciate that bro you're throwing jams yeah. at yeah. us yeah hell yeah and you know one thing too that i wanted to like see see what you think about is you know i'm all i'm all, like i'm very like of the like of the mindset that like the term native american sometimes it limits the hmm. you know the well, because you know, then you start putting it between borders exactly right you know and those borders didn't exist nah. 
you know, until, you know, the 1800s, right. you know what I'm right. saying? Those borders did not exist. And the border, and then even when they existed, it was never really enforced much until, you know, not, not that long ago. So there, you know, there's, and, you know, so like, I feel like that categorization of Native American, you know, is just really, you know, like it, le- it puts a difference between, you know, anyone who's, you know, was, um, you know, Native on the other side. Like, for example, like on my grandma's side of the family, we're Yaki. Right, mm-hmm. and but on the Mexican side, right, right, you know, and so Sonora, like northern mm-hmm. Mexico, yaki, yeah. right. So we're considered different than Arizona yaki, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like they put that border in between, and it's like, oh no, like you're different than them, than and them, it's yeah. like now, like we're the same people split by your 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 border, you know yeah. imaginary line, right. yeah. And so know? because Florida. of that, that's one of the the things that I find. Um, I guess that I've learned throughout time, right? Because I felt uh, I, I feel the same way. I completely yeah. agree with you. Like we are the same people, but it's fair to to like consider their experience too. Because see, yeah. once we start talking about this, then somebody that maybe right now has rights like tribal land uh-huh. and, and reservational rights, and like you know, because like the U, the U.S. government, quote unquote, tries to offer you know um, some kind of uh, I guess like losing cons- uh, a, a consolation prize i guess for uh-huh. lack of a better word yeah right by giving them certain pockets of land which happen to be impoverished and happen to lack resources and they're not really getting a good deal right but i mean by losing their tribal affiliation you know then they they stand to lose a lot more too right like that's recognition that they even exist yeah right or, and yeah. so to a certain extent yeah we can talk about this because you're right like we as mexicans were left out of that conversation like the mexican government treats us like dirt as well yeah. you know um but even worse like you know right now i think what like one of the stats is that like 40 percent of like the mexican population actually speaks now what you know but it's yeah. like all these different indigenous communities that have never been counted in the census yeah you know yeah like it's like holy snap like there's a lot of you guys and oh, yeah. and and you speak now like you still speak your indigenous tongue like they yeah. don't want us to know that yeah you know oh, like no. they, they they would rather kind of keep the narrative that you know it's it's cool Star. to speak spanish you know yeah. and up here whenever we came up i mean we got ridiculed for speaking spanish trying to learn english but it's kind of very similar down there like those that speak their indigenous tongues get ridiculed trying to learn spanish you yeah, know, it's weird how like that experience continues to happen. So I so so again for me it's like being mindful of it because honestly, yeah, when I was volunteering for the you know library back when I was in college, you know I I noticed that kids in the library wouldn't be speaking Spanish. Like they were talking like full blown conversations, and I try like try to listen in like you know like like what are they saying? Obviously, the uh, the 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 staff there they they only spoke English, uh-huh. so like they thought they were just speaking Spanish this, this whole time. And then I'm there and I'm like, nah, yo, like, that's not Spanish. So I, so I asked them, I'm like, yo, like, what language are you, are, are, are you speaking? And maybe they've been asked that before in a way to be ridiculed. So they kind of clammed up. They're like, uh, like, kind of ignore you, like, you know, like stranger danger type thing. Right, right. And I'm like, nah, like, like real talk. Like, you know, I'm curious because I'm trying to learn Nahuatl. Yeah. You know, like, I grew up speaking Spanish. In the States, I learned English. And now that I'm older, I'm trying to learn Nahuatl. I'm like, and what you're speaking, I don't know if it's not what, I don't think so, because I don't recognize some of the words, yeah. you yeah. know, but like, it sounds kind of like, you know, like maybe in a, an indigenous language. I'm like, do you guys speak an indigenous tongue? And then they finally opened up. They're like, yeah, it's, it's tricky. Oh, right. Shit. And I'm like, yo, that's dope. So like, these are kids that their families recently migrated from Oaxaca. Right. And I guess there's big populations of, you know, or, na- or neighborhoods, communities of folks from Oaxaca that speak tricky, like even KHCC, mm-hmm. back, back to them, like yeah. they have certain programs in Triki, right? Uh-huh. Damn. And that's oh, because, word. like, yeah, yeah. And that's because, I mean, there is a demographic, a growing demographic of indigenous populations, right? 
uh-huh. even though the narrative is oh like the languages are going away every day well that's because we're making them go away like right, that's, right, if, if yeah. we were to nurture and encourage and like approach these kids with yeah. like with love and with curiosity and kind of giving them a backstory where yeah. we can connect yeah like i mean we're talking about it on your podcast bro i don't know if you thought if if, if you forecasted uh speaking now about tonight but oh no hey know. bro I, this turned out <laughs> you know, better than i thought it would yeah bro. <laughs> shit no, I mean, I, I got a lot of stories to share. I mean, again, from personal yeah. upbringing to, you know, yeah. just worldviews to like what projects we have cooking. So, yeah. again, I mean, uh, the best way that I can like, you know, plug it right now is like it's not so much for me to have uh, uh, a presence, so to speak. It's more so to create the spaces, sure. you know, to let other folks come together, to let, you know, pretty much that community build and grow. And so luckily we have the airwaves right now through KHDC support. You know, so I mean, if folks want to submit music, we have an email address for that. That's khdc saturday sesh at gmail.com. Word. Just send in your, your emails, uh, you go. MP3s. Um, Cal P, my co host, doesn't really like using links because then, you know, kind of being limited on having to make an account, having to download, right. having yeah. a stream, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so just send, you know, the actual yeah. attachments. For sure. Um, but if that's all you got, send in the link. And generally, what I do is, it's a big commitment. Like I'm probably doing like because it's three hours of music every week, right? Potentially, we we do have guests as well. So again, open invite for you guys if you guys want to set something up. Oh, I mean, no word, you know, yeah. we'd yeah. be happy to have you guys as well. Um, and so like pretty much, it takes a lot of prep work, right? I mean, to prepare yeah. a three hour show week after week, especially having three baby girls at home and sure. having a full time mm-hmm. job and still supporting my wife. She's she teaches online. You know, she's a she's a you know she's pretty much doing her thing as well right yeah like we're all trying to grow we're all trying to kind of keep this momentum going so that's pretty much what it's all about you know again creating spaces and encouraging one another um again much love to everybody that that's been checking in lately much love to all those that haven't gotten a chance to talk to yet you know i mean obviously we're all busy with everything we're not just you know 17 years old still just waiting for somebody to call (laughs) us you know i wish life was simple again yeah but at the same same time there's a lot of beauty in this movement so um for damn sure definitely look out for what we're what what we have coming um we've done a few hip-hop shows in the past right now i took a break because i have a five-month-old at home so i'm just waiting for her to grow a little bit more before I start, you know, kind of investing energy back into yeah, community yeah, yeah. and, and yeah, doing yeah. shows. Yeah. But again, the radio show is there right now. Uh, my contact info, again, that's EME7. Um, you can just call me M7, though it's easier to pronounce. You M7. don't have to say MS7, but whatever <laughs> yeah. works. Yeah, it's yeah, actually, yeah. Um, I was t- telling you guys also off air or before we started, uh, it's Chicome, which means seven, Masat. And that's my birthday on the Tonal Macho on the Aztec calendar. Yeah. So that that's my name. It's M Seven. It's just an abbreviation for my birthday. Okay. Um, So yeah, Chicome Masa. Some people know me as Masa. Some people know me as M Seven. Some people know me for my government name. You know, it's all good, man. There's a lot of layers to our existence, and we're just here to kind of change this narrative that Salinas is all you know crime and violence. Like, no, there's love and hip hop here. There's community. There's family. There's culture. There's success stories, fam. Like for real. Let's 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 put them on beats. Let's you know. Let's put them on podcasts. Let's just keep yeah. keep this culture going yeah man. yeah, yeah. Definitely, yeah. Bro. this won't be the last time you're on here bro that's for sure uh, much love so, man thank oh, you yeah. brother. hey i appreciate no it doubt. bro so yeah man there it is man shout out to m7 once again you guys know where to find them yeah um yeah man we'll go ahead and wrap it up episode yeah, 15 man. this yeah. is the no ledge podcast brought to you by nez and nat once again shout out to m7 yeah, shout out sh- to all Central Coast Hip Hop. Yeah, shout out to the Crow's Nest Podcast Network. Shout out to the Crow's Nest Podcast Network. You know what Network, it is. Bro. Yes, sir. You know, Until next 15. time, man. Until next time. Peace. Peace, y'all.
What is going on, world? Thank you for tuning in to the No Ledge Podcast brought to you by Nez and Nat, official members of the Crow's Nest Podcast Network. Don't forget to follow the Crow's Nest Podcast Network. Don't forget to follow all the podcasts on the network. Also, don't forget to follow your boys, No Ledge Pod. Also, don't forget to follow our personal pages. That's going to be at Method Ant, and that's going to be at Nez90Life. Thank you for tuning in. Peace.